everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. What the fuck is happening? You yawn. What's your I'm name? Joe. Tell your name, and that we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that's the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. I was all ready to throw to you for your name, and you yawned. And I didn't want you to be like, yo, Joe. You threw me off, man. I know I did. You threw me off with your yawn. Sorry. Feels Listen. good to be number two for once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And not a time where it, there's just two of us. Yeah. <laughs> not number two because that's the only option. I don't like John being above me in any shape or form. Well, you shouldn't have yawned. You should have been more professional. You're very unprofessional today. You can walk on. I would have been fine. I don't know. You were mid-yawn. No, I yeah. was fine. No, that's, that's what happens. If you're not ready, then I go to John. You get second fiddle. Oh, there it is. Yeah. All right. Are we going to record ready? this or what? Is, uh, go through your little spiel. I already did. You did. You didn't do the whole thing. Yeah, I, I did. Sh- I certainly did. You weren't paying attention because you were too busy yawning. Yeah. Uh, well, I was too busy seething it. I mean, go for me. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do it again? Do you want to do the whole thing again? No, let's just go. Are you sure? Are you sure? Do you yes. feel off? No, is, is I'm everything good. Wrong? Is everything wrong? I'm fine. Because you're not second? No, it's I'm going to okay. do John second on everything today. I hope you know that. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Or technically first, uh, so he can tell me, John, what did you play this week? I played Celeste. Damn it. Yeah. That's right, Joe. Now you have to wait. Now you have you to wait. Play, you played Celeste last week, too, didn't you? Oh, uh, barely. Yeah. Like, I just, I played, like, the first two levels. Because well, it had just come out as free on Games with Gold yeah. last week, so. Yeah, so I played more of it, and, like, I'm about halfway through, I think, because I think there's, like, eight total levels. Like, I'm in the library, or not library, the, like, a hotel where you, oh, have, where to, you like, have to, like, clean up after the dude. Yeah, I like that level. Um, I, but it's, like, just like any game, like, it's incrementally getting harder and harder. Oh, yeah, for sure. And at first, I was like, I'm going to get all of the strawberries, and now it's just like, I got two. That's good enough for me. Yeah. No, I didn't even buy. I'm not like I said last week. I'm not like that's not my kind of game. No. I played it because it was fun and the story was good and everybody yeah. was ranting raving about it, so I wanted to play it. Um, but I didn't go for the tapes or the strawberries. Tapes yeah. are in there too. Yeah, I didn't go for the tapes. There's or also the strawberries. Hearts. There's crystal hearts as well. Yeah, I didn't go for a lot of the extra stuff. I just wanted to straight beat the game because I got the ones that I could get, but I looked at some of those strawberries and was just like, no. Yeah, like I know, I know, me, and that's not gonna work. The like the platforming stuff isn't hard, but when you can't touch like certain walls and stuff like that, that's when I was just like, no way yeah. in hell am I gonna try. And like every time I would see one, I'd be like, all right, I'll give it like five or six times, and then maybe that's it. And then like I'll I'll drop off. And so if I couldn't get it within the first ten shots, then I was just like, nah, I'm good. But I'm like halfway through, and it's it's good, it's yeah. great, it's the music's awesome, the art is really cool, it's got like a decent amount of humor in it too. Yeah. Um, but my like only complaint about it is everything fucking vibrates the controller. Can you turn it off? You could, but like I don't know. I feel like I'm playing the game not as the creators wanted me to play the game. But like even when you Fair. go into the menu, you hit like A to start a game, it vibrates the controller. I'm just like, just, why? Why does it have to be so in depth? It's like the Castlevania. Same problem I had with Castlevania, where every fucking thing, yeah, like violently shook the controller. I mean, it's not as bad as Castlevania. Castlevania, the like Symphony, Symphony of Night remake for the PS4, yeah. vibrates the controller when you do anything. Like when you land, it vibrates. Like you the jump, it vibrates, and then you land, it vibrates. Yeah, you you t- you pick up an item, I mean, it makes a noise, and vibrates. Are. Whenever they jump or land, it vibrates. I am just sure living your life as a vampire. They sparkle, but that's different. That's a different kind of vampire. Most vampires rumble whenever they do it. <laughs> They're constantly vibrating. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's it's what happens bizarre. after yeah. millions of years or thousands of years. You get bored. Yeah. 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 Bram Stoker doesn't really like go go in depth to that in the books. Neither you know. Neither do any of those writers. But yeah. you know, they probably should. Yeah. It's a very big part of being a vampire. It's vibrating. But I also picked up a copy. I didn't play it yet, but I got a copy of um, Valkyrie or what? Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Four. 
Joe just sent oh, me a yeah. text at work. He's like, it's randomly $25 on Amazon. Huh. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. So I got it. It Wait, was did funny. Did just come out? Yeah. But it was just like funny because he was like, yeah, this is on sale. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll get it when I go home. And then it was like 70 cents more, which is, I don't fucking care. It's 70 cents. But then I put it in my, my uh, cart. And then I was like, is there anything else on Amazon? Like I need, well, I'll, I'll combine the shipping. Even though it's prime, I still do that. Yeah. Like, and I was like, ah, there's nothing else. I like go to click on the checkout. And it's like, it's now 11 cents less. And I was like, what, so why? why? Apparently the price is like constantly <laughs> fluctuating a couple cents at a time. Yeah. Well, I wonder Oddly if it's enough, like a third-party retailer. So like, No, it's through Amazon. Like, Well, it's they, they still do through Prime. Retailers, through Prime. Yeah. You can still get Prime from third parties. So maybe another. like the one that was like 88 cents had already sold the one copy they had. So like now it was 11 cents cheaper. Maybe, or yeah. so there was some sort of algorithm that was just keeping track of like how quickly it was selling and... Yeah, number of people watching it, number of people doing it. But it was like a matter of maybe five minutes that it dropped eleven yeah. cents. It was just like, but if you had waited another five minutes, sure. it could have gone up two dollars. So yeah, you never know. I, I don't really. It was twenty five bucks, but it came with like the controller skin, which I'll never put on. Oddly enough, the uh, Switch version was also on sale, but it was on sale for fifty bucks. So it was only I saw like ten dollars off. Yeah, I saw it in like the Switch doesn't do big sales like the, the Xbox One version too. wasn't on sale at all. Oh, I forgot it came out on Xbox One. Yeah. Because, like, when I clicked on it, it shows, like, the three consoles. Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously PS4 was the cheapest. But I was just like, why isn't all of them on sale? Yeah, why I was like, I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to buy it. Like, I'm, I'm it. sure it probably sold significantly better on the PlayStation. Oh, I, I would. Yeah. Because, I, the, I mean, the it's series was game. essentially a PlayStation exclusive up yeah. until this point. Yeah. Um, it also could be on sale just in the PlayStation store because they're doing crazy holiday deals still. So they're, so, they're trying to match it. Yeah, physically. that could be that could be all it is. I I didn't look for that game in the sales, so it doesn't. But that would make sense as to why that one is the like the PS4 yeah, one is just regular on sale price on the Xbox, Xbox yeah. but yeah. twenty five on the PlayStation yeah. Store. So. But it was what fifty seven percent off. It's really We're good. 50, 55. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So that's nice. I'll play that eventually once I finish the first one. I'll probably play the fourth one because it, it was among my list of like things I wanted to play last year and didn't yeah, get yeah. the chance to. For sure, because it came out in November. Like it's only three months old. Perfect time to get 50 plus percent off. Hell yeah. Absolutely. You play anything else? No, just a, well, and more Sega Heroes, but that's an ongoing thing. Nice. Yeah. All right, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, it's your turn now. God damn it. I know, uh, you had to wait. How does it feel? Yeah, it sucks. Um, <laughs> I, uh, flipping I pick- the show on its head. Flipping the script. Don't start that. Flipping it. The whole thing. Doing it backwards. Uh, Going to reverse. Flipping it and reverse it. Can you work from, it? From the I'm bottom to the top. From the top to the bottom. Whatever that thing she says in reverse. That's how it goes. I figure out what she actually said at that part. It's not know. important. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Uh, it's more I, fun to not know. Flip it in reverse. Can I talk? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Joey, this is I'm dead not, air that I'm going to have to cut out and I don't want to do it. Just start talking. I don't trust you at all. So I picked up... Uh, damn it. I picked up... Uh, <laughs> now I'm all... Flabbergasted. You picked up a game, Joe. What'd you buy? New Super Mario Brothers Uh U Deluxe Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch. Me too. Uh, I'm going to talk about it now. No, go ahead. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'll I'll let you handle it if you want because it is Mario. I mean, it's a remake, essentially, of two games that already came out, Yes, uh, obviously, because it's just New Super Mario Brothers U and uh, New Super Luigi U. Yep. Um, There's not, like, a ton to talk about because, yeah, there are already games that have been out. It's Mario's... You know, what could he say? You you run right and you jump and yeah. you hit blocks. It's Mario. Like well, to be fair, like when I started playing it, I was expecting like, oh, cool, it's more Mario. But then I remember that I haven't played side-scrolling Mario in 
I don't know, four years or whatever since I played this the last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I forgot how to do it. Like, not forget, but... Yeah, like, I, I actually... I wasn't have... used to it. I wasn't used to the physics of jumping and... Yeah, like... I actually was having the same exact problem. Well, not problem, but, like, you had to get used to it yeah. again. Because um, I've played since, Odyssey like, since then. Yeah, and also, like, I've watched enough, like, speedrunning stuff since yeah. then that I, like, I feel the need to go fast. But you don't know the levels. But the I also way. suck. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm like... You know, trying to do it quickly, but also, like, being like, oh, but I also want to get all the coin, like, the big coins. Yeah. So, I'm like, maybe I should go slow and check all of these pipes and stuff. Um, so, I was in a weird kind of quasi-state of trying to figure out exactly how I wanted to play the game. Same. Uh, also, I wanted to play with uh, Toadette first, because mm-hmm. she's, like, the new character. And yeah. I wanted to see, like, how Peachette handled and stuff. And... Like, getting used to the floaty aspect of playing as her was a little bit harder to get used to. Yeah, uh, Because it, it's been since pretty much Mario 2. Since that, like, you... You've had a floaty character. Yeah, you had, like, the, the floaty, like, flying character and stuff. Yep. And it's weird because, like, it definitely seems like I don't know if the world of the game changes depending on who you're playing. Because there are definite, like, areas and levels or parts of the levels where, like, you have to be playing as Peachette. Maybe. Where it's clearly it's clearly designed for you to be like floating. Yeah, you, you know? can see the arc of coins. Yeah, you can see yeah, you can see from like the directory of the coins and stuff. So I'm like, I don't know if if I was here as Mario, would it be like that? It probably would if you had the uh flying squirrel suit. Oh shit, I forgot about the flying squirrel suit, because I've only played as Toadette. Uh, yeah, the flying squirrel suit helps you helps you glide. I completely so, forgot that that was a part of the game, yeah. actually. Yeah, same. Like <laughs> I, I'm now remembering like the one where you throw ice, and you can trap the dry bones in ice and throw mm-hmm. them and get rid of like and actually kill them. Mm-hmm. The acorn suit was cool. I only played a couple levels of it, because I got it yesterday, and so played just... Yeah, I mean, I didn't start playing it until like 11 o'clock last night. Yeah, I played like a little bit on lunch and then afterwards for a little bit. And that's really it because we're recording on Saturday. So it's only yeah. been out for a little bit. But it is more Mario. But it's still fun. Like I'm yeah, glad it no, came out. it's still great. And like I'd like to play it with, you know, multiple people again because that's where the game got the most incredibly frustrating and fun. Oh when you had God. four people playing, like, trying to complete a level. Well, yeah. And Carrie was never helpful when she was playing God. She was just trying to kill Joe 100% of the time. Uh, I forgot that was also a part of the game. Yeah, that mode's not here because you don't have someone with a touch screen. Because that was a Wii U exclusive mode because one person would have the game pad yeah, and everyone else be would running be playing with the Wii But we have a game pad for this. Why can't that just count as a controller? Because you can't have the game pad for this. Yeah, you can only play game pad mode one player or dock it and play four player. Oh, that's Or sucks. just, or undocked Sitting four on the player. Thing. Yeah. yeah. But well, I guess way, it, maybe that mode is in there, but you have to have four switches to play it you can only hook up one switch system yeah i don't know i didn't look into any of like the multiplayer aspects oh, that's, of it. that's a bummer yeah because that was like the best part was like all of us trying to play cooperatively and while then, somebody was just yeah. trying the well, like, hardest to fuck with us well and then she would help occasionally but most of the time yeah she was just trying to kill us yeah um, now somebody asked me this yesterday and i forgot to look into it you can't do online multiplayer can you no so stupid. Yeah, it's only couch go up. That would be a cool online mode where like one person has their switch and you're playing against four other people yeah. online yeah. Mm-hmm. and they can play God. Like that would make sense because then everyone has their own switch, no big deal. The lack of online is kind of stupid. Because I would like to play like with you, but you don't necessarily have to come over for us to play multiplayer. It's mm-hmm. probably like, too couch precision oriented. But, say what? It's probably too too much precision. I I'm sure it's probably they just didn't want to like waste the time on it. Yeah. This is just a remake of an old game, and they're probably like, "Do we want to waste time putting in online, or just well, that would be that'd be a worthwhile mode to add if you're going to charge me sixty bucks again? Yeah, because like 
Toadette and Peachette is not a worthwhile endeavor to charge me $60 again mm. when I bought this same exact double pack for $60 five years ago or however many years ago it was. Yeah. Like online would have been something where it's like, okay, I, I don't feel as gypped paying $60 for it. Like I'm still happy that it came out. I'm still excited to play it. I never played New Luigi U, so I'm excited to go through beat Mario U and then go through again. Lu- Luigi, yeah, because I want to go through Mario U first anyway. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it makes me unlock it, which I don't think it does. I think you could just switch on another menu. Yeah, screen. I think you have the main menu and ask you like, yeah. which one you want to play. Um, but I don't really remember. But online would have been a really nice addition, mm. especially considering That's how much the way fun that it the is. Switch is going also. Yeah, or they're trying to make the Switch like an actual viable online system. Yeah, trying well, to. and like <laughs> it's a multiplayer game, and Couch Co-op is great that that still exists. But give me multiplayer when you can. Right. Mm. Like, don't force it. It'd be like if a way out was only Couch Co-op. It's like, oh, if this was just online. It'd be so much easier to do, yeah. you know. So, like, don't get rid of couch co-op in favor of online. Just give me both. Yeah, the architecture is there. Just, just do it. Now, did you get uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Junior plus whatever other thing that it's called? I did get that also. Did you play uh, it at all? I didn't play it at all. Okay. Um, I just got it because I have all the other ones. Yeah, which so you still haven't like, played either. I mean, I played. I haven't finished a lot of them. I yeah. played a bunch of them. I played like um, uh, Dream Team a lot when that one came out. Um, but yeah, it's the kind of thing where like RPGs, I don't have like the patience for RPGs right now. Especially I really wish I did. Like, cause you could just go do anything. You don't have the patience for much right now. No, well, like I'm just. Yeah, he didn't even want to let you go first. I'm very lazy. <laughs> no patience for that. I'm either. very lazy and I just kind of right now like enjoy games where I can just kind of do stuff and not have to really think about a lot of things. That's fair. Like, that's kind of why I like Assassin's Creed and Red Dead and stuff, because I just kind of want to, like, run around the world and just kill time. Yeah. Um, Listen, it's it's seasonal depression time, all right? Everybody needs to do what they need to do to get by. Yeah. I don't want to think too hard, because, you know, the sun goes down at 4 o'clock and I'm tired. He's the opposite, where it's like he needs to think about two things at the same time. Yeah, like, that's the thing. You're like, like I can't I wanna, dedicate all of my like. I just want to like mind to one thing. I want to watch a YouTube video. Yeah, he wants to maximize his fun at the same time. Yeah, I can get behind maximizing your fun. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's I'm weird. Just, I'm just lazy. I, think I don't want to think. <laughs> but you're dual thinking. No, he's not. He's actually absent because he's not fully paying attention to the YouTube video or the, or game. the game. Yeah, I'm just kind of doing things. Yeah, he's probably paying the same amount of attention he would otherwise be, but it's split between two things. Yeah, so he's paying half attention to both things. As that opposed sounds to full like too much hassle. To one thing. Well, his brain it just moves faster than ours. You know, that's what it is. I'm super smart. That's that's that's, what it is. that's really what it is. He's extra smart. Let's not I'm like let's not build up his ego. I'm like oh, to- we, I'm, we tear it down all the time. We can give him one. I'm back. like Tony Stark. That's it. You're you just are like Tony just Stark. even though like you look Tony like Stark. Obadiah Stane, you're definitely more like Tony Stark. Oh, ah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, you look like Jeff Bridges. When yeah. are you gonna pick up the raging <laughs> alcoholic okay part? Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When are you gonna pick up the raging alcoholic part? I'm getting there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he tried. He tried alcohol once. He's a fan. No, he drank at the New Year's party. I drink all the time. Oh, you drink all the time now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't get drunk. Oh. I. I feel like Captain America. Yeah. Gotcha. He well, didn't they establish that he, like, drinking didn't work on him or something? Yeah. yeah. That was the joke. Oh, okay. That you drink, but you don't get drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep up. <laughs> Keep up or you're going to third chair. <laughs> that means you don't talk. I just needed to sleep. Yeah, it's fine. 
Um, and I, I like a little nice nightcap to, to go to bed at night. There you go. Otherwise, the terrors come. Mm, of course mm. they do. Did you play anything else this week to keep the terrors uh, away? Yes. I Well, it, it wasn't a very smart thing to keep the terrors away. Okay. Because oh, yeah. uh, I played uh, the Resident Evil 2 30-minute one-shot demo that yeah. they put out. That's not going to help keep the demons away. Uh, no, because uh, that game scary. is super fucking gory. Like, I mean, you know... It is zombies. Well, like, it's taking the Resident Evil formula and basically going like, oh yeah, we're going to make it really fucking gory this time. Yeah. Because, I mean, Resident Evil games have always been, like, gory, but not full-on, like... The 7 was pretty fucking gory. Yeah, 7 was pretty gory. Uh, this one feels, like, a lot more, even gorier at that point. Um, yeah, lots, of, lots of blood and gore and stuff like that. There's, like, a part in it where you walk up to a dead body on the ground, and it's before you find out what the hunters are, the, like, the big claw guys. Yeah. Um... And, like, you walk over to the body, and, like, the head is, like, slumped over to the side, and he, like, moves the head up so you can see, like, where the slashes are, because he got slashed by the thing. And it's just seeing, like, the inside vivisection of the guy's face Sick. as, like, three cuts going, like, one across his cheek, one across his neck, and, like, one across his chest. And you just, like, look right into those fucking wounds, and I'm just like, oh, man, this is fucking brutal. Sweet. I haven't seen anything like this in a while, it feels like. Um... But yeah, they're not like pulling any punches, um, which is weird because I've been seeing stuff about how like incredibly censored the game is in Japan, which is where like it was made. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny that like their version is incredibly censored and ours is like just super fucking gory. I guess there's actually two versions being sold in Japan because there's like the censored and non-censored version. That's good. They at least give you the choice. Well, and they censor different stuff. I just uh, find it funny that like it's not a thing you can turn on and off. Well, we can't turn on, like, other, like, we, we censor sexual stuff. They censor violence. That's just the difference. Yeah, it's just funny that, like, they're the ones making it, and they're not getting, like, the fully gory version. Because even, the, like, the non-censored version is still, like, But censored. it's just their one country. Like, this is going out to Europe and, you yeah. know, the other territories as well that, that don't have that much of an issue with the violence before. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, like, super fucking gory. Um, it is really interesting to play because I played Resident Evil 2 like a million times back in the day on the PlayStation. It was like one of those games where like I was speedrunning it before speedrunning was a thing. I was just kept trying to like bring my complete time low, like lower and lower. Yep. Um, so like I know that game pretty well from the, like the back of my hand. Seeing it in a completely new light is weird because I mean, originally it's always been like the Resident Evil original Resident Evil style, like cinematic angle, you know, the way that they did it where every yeah. section of the map Not is like, camera. yeah, is a, a stationary camera meant to look like a movie shot. Yeah. Um, now having it behind the character, like when I first, the, the demo just starts off, not the beginning of the game. It starts off like just as you, as you get to the raccoon police department, I'm, like walking through the lobby, I'm like looking around going like, I know this area, but like, it's weird to be able to see it from all of these different angles. And as I'm like walking through the game, I'm like, oh, that's where that that's where that fucking vending machine is, and like that's where that thing is. And clearly, a lot of stuff has been changed for the new game. Like there are certain different like beats and notes, um, different characters that yeah. you can meet, different snacks in the vending machine. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was clearly okay. Like I don't know what this puzzle is just yet. Um, so. But it's know, like it's, different enough where it kind of feels new, but also still feels familiar. Yeah, that, it, okay. it's very cool, weird. Because yeah, no, I I really liked it because I was walking around going like, just like I said, going like I know this room, but now I'm seeing it in a completely different light. You know, it's, yeah. 
It's like if you've only ever seen things through pictures and all of a sudden you watch the movie, you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, I'm seeing everything all new. Yeah. So did you beat it in three minutes? No, I did not. It was was weird because I kept forgetting that it was a timed demo while I was playing it um, because it's Resident Evil and like it's creepy, scary stuff. So yeah. like you instinctively want to go slow. Yeah. You're not meant to run through everything. Yeah. You're meant to like creep around the hallways, like, you know, stopping and like turning the corner really quickly and point your gun going, like, is there anything down there? Yeah. Every time you see a body on the ground, you like walk up to it slowly thinking yeah. like, you're going to sit up. You're going <laughs> to jump up at me the minute yeah. I get close to you. Aren't you're you? a resident evil, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I kept, going slow and it was like for the first 20 minutes of the game i was basically like creeping through it slowly and then all of a sudden i hit the pause button and i saw like the the timer in the corner saying 10 minutes remaining and i went oh fuck i forgot i was supposed to be i only have like x amount of time to complete this yeah i mean ultimately the game comes out in a couple of weeks anyway right yeah, the uh, 25th. Yeah. So. Well, and if you, like, complete the demo, you get, like, a cinematic something or other that, like, is, like, a trailer for the game, too. So, like, there is a point to beating it, but at the yeah. same time, you just wait two weeks. Yeah. You can play it yourself. Yeah, don't uh, force yourself I... to play it the wrong way just to try to watch a cinematic that you could probably watch on YouTube now anyway. Yeah, and originally I wasn't even going to download it. Because um, you know. Well, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm buying this game. I know I'm buying this game. Like, I don't really need to play this because... No. I, I know what it is. I know what I'm getting. But I figured it was best to download it so yeah. I could at least talk about it here. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. I'm really excited for it. Um, I uh, Like I said, I, I think it's kind of weird that they, like, took a step back from what they established with Resident Evil 7 because it seemed like that was the, like, the way the games were going to be going forward. But also it's, like kind of a spiritual sequel prequel to Resident Evil 4, yeah. clearly, because it plays very much like Resident Evil 4, and you're also playing, like, the same character. So I can understand why they did it that way. Yeah. Um, it's but, catering to, like, both people. Like, new fans and, and old fans. Exactly. Pretty much, yeah. It's like the perfect little middle, middle ground that they yeah. can find kind of thing. It makes sense. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I'm really into it. I'm really excited for it. It got me, like, even more excited than I already was. Uh... Good job, Resident I was Evil amazed by, like, the amount of, de- like, detail that they put into things. Um, like, the way that the bullet wounds actually, like, show up on the enemies as you shoot them. And pulsate before, like, and ooze blood. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. Delicious. Like, I, I found, like, just before the demo ended, I got the shotgun. I had, like, three minutes left in the demo and I, when I found the shotgun. And I only had, like, four shells for it. So I was like, oh, shit, like... I gotta shoot this thing before the demo's over. <laughs> you gotta know how much damage it does. Yeah, I wanna see how it works and stuff. And then uh, I like ran around trying to find a zombie to kill with it. Finally, I found one and like shot him like right in the shoulder. And like I was amazed by like it blew off his like cheek and like blew a chunk of the shoulder out and like blew his arm off. Nice. And I'm like looking at it going like, wow, like they did a really good job with the like the. The, dismemberment the, physics yeah like the, the <laughs> well know, not just that but like the, the cluster of the, yeah. the, uh, the shots shot. and stuff yeah. yeah yeah it like clearly did specific damage to the section that i shot it at and i was like wow you know you don't see this kind of like level of detail on stuff a lot nowadays no which is funny i, I watched a video uh before coming over here that like they showed a comparison between far cry 2 and far cry 5 yeah to show how like less effort they put into the games <laughs> since that came out because yeah, you're gonna buy it. who cares it is the ubisoft model where they're just like let's make the same thing 
less but, is more, a million but also times. less. Yeah, but like they the uh, the amount of stuff that they like took out of it because he's like going around shooting like the branches off the trees in Res- or in Far Cry Two. Yeah, and like he throws a grenade at a bush and like it explodes and like sends branches and like leaves flying everywhere. Yeah, the thing and, like, was like crazy... you could start a forest fire by lighting the grass on fire. Yeah, the, the crazy particle effects and stuff. And then it cuts to him playing Far Cry Five and he's like throwing a grenade and like it doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Bush so, is still standing. Yeah, so it, yeah, everything's like completely untouched. There's you know nothing affecting anything. Well, that's what happens when you make your world like thirty times larger than. Yeah, Far Cry I think 2. that's probably just the the nature of the game is bigger now, so there's less like little things. That yeah, you there's can small. Do. Details aren't there anymore because they need to make the world itself bigger. Yeah. Mm. So they took the the more memory, and rather than doing more cool stuff in a smaller space, they did less cool stuff in a bigger space. Yeah, because that's the way Crisis was. Like they were like, you can shoot off every individual leaf on every tree, but yeah. all, Crisis was also like a tiny island comparatively to any of the Far Cry games now. But it, it was just the kind of thing where, like, you know, sometimes you take like the little. The, the little details that extra like effort you know that's what I talked yeah. about with Resident or uh, um, Red, Dead. Red Dead 2 yeah just the little details are the kind of thing where you're like I like I appreciate the little details and it, it, this game was definitely full of a lot of those so nice. yeah, I can't wait for it sweet sweet deal what about you Adam what'd you play uh, I played a lot more extreme games because you know me I like to go to the extreme did uh, you did you cram your face full of Doritos and Mountain Dew no because I don't like either of those things I don't I don't what? go that extreme you're not that extreme bitch. man I'm, wait I'm so, I'm so far past extreme. extreme I'm past Mountain Dew and Doritos into I can give or take Mountain Dew so what Dew, you just pound five hour Doritos energy are like the and perfect food. hot fries <laughs> no we're not there yet <laughs> yeah I was gonna um, say what's the, what's the step up from that so I talked last week about how, having played, been playing t- the Tony Hawk games on my PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Uh, and Steep. I've been continuing to play Steep because that game is super fun. And, and it's I, full of tea. And I'm sad that I didn't buy it earlier because I could have been having so much more fun like over the last year as opposed to just right now. But I'm definitely going to get the DLC because I'm having a ton of fun with it. But I I love all the different sports. Like it's... I. I love chasing both the high scores to get like the medals in the events. Right. And also... The friends high scores. Like I've been telling every person I know with PlayStation I've been Plus, for like, your high scores. Go ahead, because that just means I have to then go for your high scores. That's what I want. This is gonna turn into a thing now. Like, That's fine. I'm, I'm gonna totally be like, down for that. it's gonna be like one in the morning. I'm gonna be like, take that jerk. And you're yeah. like, God damn, which one was it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm totally down for that. I'm telling everybody I know with a PlayStation Four to download this game because it's super fun. It's crazy relaxing, but also stressful. Like you can just sit there and just snowboard down a mountain, and it's very calm and peaceful. Or you can grind for a high score while windsuiting, and it's nerve wracking every time you hit your face against a rock. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm totally down for it. I'm trying to chase all my friends' high scores. So go ahead, put some stuff on the leaderboard. Let's do get, it. Get those scores, Joe. I'm down. I'm up for the challenge. Uh, but I've been playing a ton of that. I also downloaded. I, I mentioned the PlayStation sale that's been going on. Uh, the Ollie Ollie Games were on sale. Yeah. But I fucked up because I didn't own either one of them. I know one or both of them have been PlayStation Plus games before, but I think that was when I had a lapse in PlayStation Plus, like before I got my PS4. Right. So I didn't get those games. So I was like, all right, I really want to buy these games. They're like five bucks. No big deal. Like, I'll buy it. But they had the Epic Combo Edition, which was one and two. Uh on sale for like a dollar cheaper than it would have cost me to buy one and two separately. Individually. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll buy the combo thing. That's cool. I want both games. Like this just makes sense. And then I realized afterwards that the Epic combo edition is a specific PS4 game. While the two individual games are PS4, PS3 and Vita, meaning I can't play it on Vita. Oh, that sucks. Which is just like, oh, fuck me. Like it's not a game that I would necessarily need to play all that often portably, but the fact that I can't 
like yesterday I was like, oh, I'll take my Vita and go to my friend's house and I'll have my Switch and my Vita and whatever I want to play. I'll have the ability to. And it's like, no, I, I can't play it. So I might go back and just pay. I think it was like two or three bucks for the game. So I might just buy yeah. it to have it, you know. Well, and it's I mean, like retro graphics yeah. too. So like it kind of yields to being on a platformer any or a, a, a handheld anyway. Yeah. It doesn't need to be on my TV. No. Um, but I, I was just pissed at myself that I, that I fucked that up. Um, but yeah, I've just been in on extreme sports kick all week playing, uh, playing Steve. My favorite things are the wingsuit and the, uh, like the rocket powered wingsuit that has, you have actual wings, like the glider. Joe was yeah. playing a little bit of the glider earlier. It's super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's the, the perfect like time sync game for me where. Oh yeah. You're going to love it. It's like burnout kind of, yeah. where it's just go. Dude, you can put on a YouTube video on this and pay even less attention. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. You don't have to be paying too much attention. Some of the stuff you do, some of those turns where you, you could hit a rock are really, really sharp and you have to be paying attention for that. But otherwise you can watch a dude open Pokemon cards on YouTube and you'll be fine. That's what Joe does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> it is actually exactly what I do. I know. I know what you do. Uh, and then the only other thing that I played this week, and I only played it for a little bit, but I was over at a friend's house, so we were doing some multiplayer with a Pianista for the Nintendo Switch, which is a Piano Hero or Controller Hero, as it's known in my circles where it's just it's rock band it's guitar hero note tracks music rhythm game uh where you're playing with the switch controller and it's all classical music so it's beethoven it's rachmaninoff it's uh, vivaldi mozart. mozart whoever all all your favorites all in one convenient 25 dollar game and it's it's a super lot of fun like i'm a sucker for rhythm games joe you're a sucker for rhythm games too uh, I was showing you a video of it before we started recording. It's right up your alley. It's very, yeah, like very I said, fun. when I was when I came back from Arizona and went to like a fancy arcade, and the thing I had the most fun playing was the like giant piano key game. Mm-hmm. They have a game like that for the phone that I. Downloaded. I have it on my. This phone. is available on the phone. It's called Piano Tile. Or oh, then, I have a game called Piano. Then Tile. I probably had played that, but it was like one of those things where like you have to buy every song individually. Oh man! So it, like give you three, and I was like, cool. And I played the three, and I was like, this is fun. This is great. Let's get more songs. Then it was like five dollars a song, and yeah, I was like, no, thank eh. you. But like, if it comes in one concise packaging, like that's probably a better option than just buying every song individually and then having it on your phone. Yeah, and I was playing like I played all the different difficulties, and I was playing various songs on because like each you know they each have their own level of technical difficulty, and some of them like I couldn't do, and some of them I was doing okay. That's a matter of time. Yeah, well, the the thing with multiplayer is too is that we were playing multiplayer on the Switch with the joy like the Joy-Con separately sideways, so trying to do chords of two buttons on those tiny ass little Joy-Con buttons, yeah, is very difficult. Like at one point, my hand was cramping up as I was like trying to go through a combo, and I'm like, guys, my hand hurts. I hope I don't fail. I'm sorry if I do. Is that one of those things you can like put it down on a, on your lap or on like a desk and it'd be easier? Maybe, but that seems like so... use your pointer fingers instead of your thumbs. Yeah, it seems so unnatural to me. To to do it that way and like i didn't have a hard surface so it would have just been in my lap yeah, and just, that thing yeah. is so small like it's just gonna fall off my leg right well so, do you have one of those uh controller case things for it to like turn into like a tiny little controller like it has like hand grips on them not for the joy con not yeah. for a single joy con like i guess i could have put it in the cradle and then turned the cradle sideways but, yeah well because yeah. i've seen they like they make little yeah, they, the little like yeah. things that make they're like five bucks a piece i saw it on like a video of like you know under ten dollar gifts to get games huh. they're like legitimately this is something you probably like you could get like it seems like it's stupid but at the same time having it to like use your the bottom three fingers to hold a tiny joy con makes it much more like of a playable experience yeah i see i don't ever play with the joy con separate like that so it's not something i ever thought about no, you can just get one for yourself and yeah. travel around with it. No, yeah, no, I get the concept of it. Joe's showing me a picture of it. Yeah, those are the same exact ones. 
but because they come in like different colors. And yeah, the problem wasn't necessarily holding the controller; it was holding it in such a way that I was able to get both thumbs over the like the face buttons. Right, right. Because that's what you have to hit. It's not like some are face buttons and some are the joysticks or the L and R. It's yeah. all the top three face buttons. So my hand got cramped a couple of times, but it's a super fun game. I highly recommend it. Joe's definitely going to get it because he loves music rhythm games like I do. Me too. I just downloaded it on my phone. Did you really? Oh, is it free on the phone? Yeah. Nice. Well, it's yeah, it's free for oh, like, yeah, the I'm first three songs. songs. Yeah, because yeah. I've had it on the phone before too. Yeah, if it's the same one, then it looked familiar. So. Yeah. No, but it's a it's a cool game. If you like music rhythm games and don't hate classical music, well, it's like I know people hate classical, I like music. classical music. How do you hate classical music? It's just it's not what you want. Like you want lyrics and you want a beat. Like you don't want just fluttery keys. Like I get it. It's I don't hate classical music. I don't necessarily love it, but I don't hate. Like I'll be able to play this without. Yeah grinding my teeth going this music sucks it's not I, dj I hero like, like london philharmonics like yeah 50 greatest performance yeah I like I, to all the time i listen to star wars soundtracks which are all just symphonies and stuff like so i don't hate that kind of music but um it's it's a music rhythm game so even if you don't love the music it's like beat it's still like, i don't love that music but i could play that game all day oh i sent a thing to joe there was a somebody standing at a crosswalk in new york or some other large metropolis city and uh, somebody was playing Beat Saber, but like in their giant penthouse apartment with the huge windows. Nice. And so it's just like them standing at the crosswalk and then the video going up and you just see the dude like pumping his arms and like swinging his arms around. Sick. And I was like, yep, that dude is definitely playing Beat Saber. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see it. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. And I was like, you should always pull your blinds at night, but maybe he wants to show off it. Yeah. He's really no, good at Beat Saber. Yeah, he wants to show off his fucking lightsabers. Who are you kidding? Uh, but yeah, that was all I put this week. Extreme sports and rhythm games. Super fun. I recommend all the things mentioned. They're all great fun. Mm. Uh, but that's it for what we've been playing this week. So we're going to jump into the lightning round. Not lightning round uh, for this week with uh, some big stories sprinkled throughout. I think the last one might be the, the best sprinkled. one. <laughs> um, so here we go. Lightning round. The biggest news came out just yesterday. And that is Bungie is leaving its uh, distribution deal with Activision. Uh, but they're taking Destiny with them, which was a surprising piece of that news. Uh, so Bungie is no longer going to Bungie is now going to be the one publishing anything Destiny related. They get to keep the IP. They're still working on Destiny two. They've still got stuff in the works. They confirmed. I'm sure, there's a. I think they said Destiny three. Uh, I saw another thing that said like Destiny three will be out next year. I didn't see that part of it, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't. I think. Well, I think that was like a different thing. Yeah. So much for them with their ten year model for the first game. We oh yeah game. well that was out the window with the second game and i, I think know it's at that point more everybody, out of the window with yeah. the third game well i think everybody realized that it's like oh this is just going to be a game that's serialized and at and least it's not annualized. Like every other game. yeah that's annoying but at least it's not annualized like it's not destiny coming out every year yeah they don't make anything else right now but bungie? bungie no bungie? Yeah. no, no but they could. destiny still like, yeah they're still like prints money the for them yeah well it's a massive game so yeah they're constantly putting out like big expansions and stuff for it. But uh, I, I was surprised that they're like ending the partnership. And I was even more surprised that Activision let them take that game with them. That's what I'm surprised with. Like, I would have thought for it sure. It makes sense said, that Bunny wants to bounce. Bungie yeah. wants to bounce. But like for Activision to be like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Because you could want to bounce. But if they tell you you can't take your game, then you might be like, all right, well, we, we won't bounce. Then. I bet you they, they fought real hard after their separation with Halo and 343. So they're probably like, listen, it didn't work out for them. Uh, we're gonna keep this like yeah. this is definitely better but also like halo was a microsoft property bungie wasn't was bungie anything before halo one came out like would, yeah did they have pedigree before that they made bouncer bouncer was square Enix. or not bouncer what did they make um fuck i'll look it up keep talking 
but but you know what I mean. Like it, even if even if they did make a game, it wasn't on the level of Halo. Like once you make Halo and it blows up to what it was, you now have clout. But even still, Microsoft's like, no, that's our game. You when you signed the contract to make our game, we kept our game. And when they went to make Destiny, they're like, no, this is our game. Like we made it up. I'm Someone sure, else can put it out, but we this is ours. I'm sure they were yeah super. Whenever those contracts were being written up, they made sure that there was, you know, a clause or a loophole or something in there that let them, like, you know, have control of it. Or even if I'm sure, were... if anything, probably Activision was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, put it under, out under us. You know, you can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, they made they... Marathon, remember? Marathon was their big thing. Oh, yeah. And then they made Oni. Yeah. I knew it was, like, an early PS2 launch title. That's why mm-hmm. I was like, what was it? Oni is what it was. Yeah, and then yeah. um, they were more of a Mac company than they were... Ironically, I mean, uh, before uh, Halo was originally pitched, like at MacWorld Expo or something. I like have that. the I have the Mac magazine where Halo was like announced. It was like a cover like thing and everything. Huh. Um. But then they did also um a, a bunch of the Myth games, like Myth Two and Three, were Bungie as well. No, I never played any of those, but yeah. I remember Marathon. But yeah, so they had some cloud before Halo, at least. Yeah. Well, they made games, but they're like nothing on the level. Of yeah, but Halo. Halo was a thing that made them. A household name for yeah. sure but also i don't think gaming was huge at the time like it would have been but i don't think they would have had enough to be like in 2002 or whatever to go into microsoft and be like we're making this game we own yeah. the ip yeah. like we marathon. are bungie we made marathon well, yeah marathon was a, like a, a, a like quake style like ripoff you know so th- we still remember those games yeah yeah yeah, not to say those games are bad, but like you know, you can't walk into a major comp- like a major corporation's headquarters and go, "No, we demand we keep our IP because we made this, we made Oni on the PS2." Like, yeah, you can say that when you've made Halo One, Two, and Three. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what they did when the contracts were first written, or maybe this was just now they're being like, "Listen, what are you really going to do with Destiny? Like, this is what we made. Like, our name's all over it. You guys just put it out. Like, let us keep it." So maybe it was now they came up with that agreement, or maybe it was back. Or maybe then. they just they. Yeah, well, you know, in terms of keeping their thing, yeah, but also maybe they're just you know they see the writing on the wall that maybe Activision is not is great. not doing very well <laughs> no. right now. Yeah, they're not, and I don't know. And they're they're jumping ship while they can. Yeah, this seems like a kind of Activision is also Blizzard, and like there's nothing but hits coming to them nonstop for a while. Yeah, and like everyone's leaving, and Call of Duty sales are stagnant. Like Black Ops Four didn't do badly, but it didn't do exponentially better than world war ii which was already a down game yeah so like sales have been down for activision's biggest franchise and everything else is just kind of like it's just in weird. a holding pattern yeah, black ops 4 was actually the number one most downloaded game on the ps4 this year yeah like i'm not saying it, it didn't do badly yeah, but it like still doesn't it overall still didn't do sales, as good as the other ones yeah overall yeah. sales are down considering what call of duty used to be i was just surprised that that was like such a high thing on the list because i was like i'm sure red dead would probably beat that no it didn't no, but I, you got to think a multiplayer only game. You download that, so you don't have to swap discs out when you want to play a. That's true. Yeah. A multiplayer, one multiplayer match or handful, while you have Red Dead, like. You Plus, know, on Red Dead had like a lot of good, um, like collector's edition physical copy stuff. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's also probably about a billion terabytes to download. So. It is. Yeah. It's 150 gigs, I think. Well, but yeah, maybe. but Call of Duty didn't have any of that for physical, so there was really no reason That's to true. buy a physical. Yeah. But yeah, but even still, sales are down. So. Activision has so I don't know if this was like Activision cutting a company, being like, "Hey, we want to get rid of money somewhere." No, I think this is Bungie cutting, cutting and running while yeah, they can. Yeah, it could I don't be. like they got a salary cap and they need to get rid of. <laughs> well, no, just like, "Hey, sales are down. We we have to do something to cut costs." Okay, 
oh, Bun- Bungie says they want to leave? Like, cool, let them go. Like, That's probably where the, uh, like, mutual agreement was. Was yeah. they're like, yeah, you are expensive. And, like, yeah, you, you, but you're also our number one thing. So, okay, you can take Destiny with you. Yeah. Or it could be like, hey, give us some money because... And so, therefore, it's like a beneficial... Right, right. Like, we'll never know the full details for a while, at least, because no one's going to come out and say... Probably because of whatever contracts they signed to separate the two companies. I'm sure there's NDAs all over the place. Oh, I'm sure. But eventually, we may figure out what happened there behind the scenes, and if it was just a... When somebody gets canned and they it also come s- out with some dish sheet about it all. Yeah. yeah. It also seems like... I don't know. I get this, like, feeling that, like, the era of the mega, like, publisher is coming to an end. Yeah, kind of. It seems like a lot of studios are really just striking out and doing their stuff on their own without having to deal with the major companies anymore. Like, EA has been taking a lot of hits lately. Activision has been taking a lot of hits lately. It just seems like people realize that they can still be just as successful without having to deal with those companies. Well, I think the problem comes from the fact that all of the, the giant companies want to maximize profit, as anybody else would, but they're also throwing more money into these games and not seeing the same return. Because like, games have been $60 since the PS3. But there's no way that making Red Dead doesn't cost like way more than it would have to make Red Dead 1. Like, so spending on games has gone up, but the price of games has gone down. So giant companies like EA, like Activision, who are throwing oodles of money at these companies to make these games, are then selling them for $60, but they're not getting the same profit margin back. So that's why why things like... That's why microtransactions are a thing. That's why season passes, online passes, like that's why all those little like nitpicky money things are starting to happen. But consumers hate that. So they get backlash from it. And so like I I get... You have to like properly do it i think that's yeah they haven't figured out how to properly do yeah. it. yeah well it's maybe, a hard thing to to figure out because no one's had to do it yet well maybe when the new consoles come out games are 80 bucks yeah and that's what i think it might be they might go up and that's why like that's why i don't have necessarily a problem with buying the 80 dollars deluxe edition that comes with all the dlc because it's like okay yeah that probably should have been in the game but then the game would probably cost 80 dollars anyway so who cares like so you know how much i hate that shit right i know that's why I don't. You have a putting it in a new light makes me like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, guess, I always just. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I always just buy like the hundred dollar gold edition. See, I hate that kind of stuff. So I'm just like, oh, it seems game should be sixty bucks. Yeah, but, but they've also been sixty bucks for what ten years now. Yeah, at least. So it's like the Nintendo sixty four. Well, no, they, back no, then they were like pe- eighty bucks. Like, they true. were really yeah, expensive. They were they've actually really expensive. gone down in price while yeah. the spending on them has gone up. Yeah. So I guess yeah. Wow, that's a new way of me thinking about things. I didn't Have think I about it this way before. Until, no, I, I, I try. I feel like I tried. You to probably make that did, but I was probably like, like fighting you. We've had this conversation. Yeah. It might have been before John came up. Well, well, I thought I tried to put it in that same context when uh, Fire Pro came out. Yeah, I know you like Fire Pro, and you're like, no, I'm not spending that money. I'm like, dude, but you have to understand, like. There's actually a lot in this game because I wanted you to play it as I wanted you to have fun with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's tough. So like companies like Activision, companies like EA, think about how much money it costs to develop Star Wars Battlefront 2. And ha- and they wanted to make more money back than they would if they sold it at 60, which might have been at a loss considering the flack from, you know, Battlefront 1 or whatever. Right. They already... There so, you lost on that. Yeah, it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing for these mega corporations because we all want AAA three hundred million dollar games, but we don't want to pay eighty dollars to play them. Right. So the consumer backlash happens, and that you know the hits start coming, and everyone gets freaked out. So Activision's no different in that aspect. They also don't have as many big hits as they used to. They well, just have. They've got Call one of coming Duty. out, hopefully. Yeah, they've got Call of Duty, and they've got Destiny, and well, you know, maybe Anthem out. will be good, but we, yeah. we don't we don't know. Yeah. No, EA's Anthem. 
I thought it was Activision. No, because Destiny's Activision. They wouldn't put out two. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. It's a... Uh, uh, fuck, what's this? Bioware. Company? Bioware, yeah. Yep. You're getting Bioware and Bungie mixed up. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just getting EA and Activision mixed up. Oh, okay. So I'm like, which one's the bad one now? Because <laughs> they're, they're all bad. Yeah, they all <laughs> well, because they, like, they tend to fluctuate. Yeah. It's whatever one's the baddest at the current Right. Moment. Which one's yeah. the shittiest one but right now? But I don't now? think, I mean, EA was, like, voted worst company in the world, like, five years running or something like that. Yeah. But that I was also a long it. time ago, too, with, like, that was online passes were their fault. Well, and I read a thing about... Um, a separate piece of news not really newsworthy but um epic games got an f from the better business bureau oh yeah um but also that's because it's like an online thing people can everyone can can complain about your company yeah um whether or not it has grounds for complaint like just be like i'm shitty at this game i'm gonna give you a negative score so the company now gets a a bad rating yeah it's not indicative of a real thing right so that's that doesn't have anything to do with employees it doesn't have anything to do with anything it's just what the way consumers figure it um, and then they were saying like, well, Ubisoft has an A plus rating because they give lots of money to the Better Business Bureau. And yeah. I was just like, oh, that's shitty. Well, yeah. I mean, the Better Business Bureau, you can just pay to have every negative thing removed if you wanted to. Right. They're, but they're a scam. It shouldn't have no, been. the Better like, Business Bureau isn't a scam. Other companies that do that kind of stuff, you can't get rid of negative ratings. You can no, respond you... to them. You can work. Like, I've worked Better Business Bureau disputes before. And it's just a matter of like, they tell you someone told you, said something bad about you. You dispute it by giving your version of the truth, and then the Better Business Bureau decides on which thing seems more plausible. Maybe I'm thinking a different company. Yeah, there are tons of companies that do aggregate review type things where they're like, if you give us 60 bucks, like you'll have only five-star reviews. Yeah, like Yelp, you can just pay to have your negative reviews removed. Yeah. So, no, the yeah, better, Cookie the, Monster told me that. The Better Business yes. Bureau is, is more legitimate than that. But it's still a matter of like, if enough people flood the site with negative reviews for whatever reason, they don't have the upkeep to keep track of that. It so. also shouldn't have been like, this, that's not where they should be going. Like, Better Business no. Bureau should be more consumer companies, not. Well, I mean, Epic makes a bajillion dollars a week with Fortnite. So, if people feel that their money's being stolen from them by terrible business practices then better business bureau would be where you go with that i just think of more like storefront companies yeah same yeah it, it all it's all relative but yes but yeah i don't know we'll see what this means for bungie and activision i assume bungie's gonna be okay they were okay before activision Hell they'll yeah. be no, fine yeah. afterwards like i said people aren't buying destiny because it has activision like on the box well i think they're not buying um destiny because activision forced bungie to go back on promises i feel like if this no, was i mean, bungie's I mean game, like people 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 buy destiny because they want to play destiny right they yeah. don't buy destiny because activision put it right out. they could put the game on themselves and they still sell i thought you were saying they're not buying it because no, no. activision no. is on the no. box they're not they're not buying it because that's on the box they're buying it because they want to play destiny gotcha. okay right. yeah, so yeah. activision is an unnecessary extra like yeah you know, step in there. And I wouldn't be surprised if Activision was the one that said, no, forget your 10-year plan with Destiny 1. You need to put out a Destiny 2. Yeah, yeah like, entirely possibly. So I could see, you know, Destiny being in even better hands now that it's the company who created it, the company who wanted to put it out. They get full say With now. less corporate people breathing yeah, down with less, Yeah, with yeah, less Maybe corporate. they'll just make like a Destiny 3 will be their 10-year thing from now on. They'll just call it like Destiny Infinite or something. And then like they'll just continue adding on to that instead of having to shell out 60 bucks every year for a new game. You just have incremental DLC for this one forever yeah. um, until they stop making it. And I mean, for those of you interested at all in Destiny 2 that haven't played it, our uh, resident Destiny expert Skip was on Twitter with us yesterday having a conversation with Tyler and I about like, what it's like to play Destiny 2 now. Is it a perfect time to jump in? Like where you would, what you would want to get in order to jump in? Because a lot of people got it, at least on PlayStation, for PlayStation 
PlayStation Plus free one month. I got a free physical copy of it for buying something from Best Buy. Yeah, for Best no Buy reason. was giving out <laughs> copies random, like for Spider Man, I think. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can definitely go ahead and read those tweets from from Skip uh, to let you know if you're at all interested in playing Destiny. He definitely says now's a good time to pick it up. So uh, I think Destiny will be in good hands, and Activision will be fine. I mean, they'll yeah, this they'll is partner with some other company to put out some other big games. So I think they'll be they'll be okay for sure. Um, it may take a while though because they've been they've been getting hit a bunch, and we'll see if Blizzard wants out too. But that would I mean, be a Blizzard little bit is, harder. Blizzard is like it's Activision Blizzard now. Yeah, but it's that's only because Blizzard had more clout. Like it's still Activision is the main company, and Blizzard is technically a subsidiary, even if the naming convention is Activision Blizzard. Yeah, it's like Square Enix. Yeah, so it'd be it'd be harder for Blizzard to strike out because they're so much more intertwined within the company than Bungie was. But I wouldn't be surprised if they try to say like, "No, something's going on here. We need to get out while we can." Yeah, WoW is still holding us afloat. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see what comes of it in the uh, the coming years, most likely. Uh, all right, lightning round. So we talked about the possibility of this game existing back when the Game Awards was coming around because there were websites for it. Everyone was expecting a, a teaser trailer or some kind of announcement of a new Alien game at the Game Awards. It Game Awards came and went. Nothing of it. No Alien game. No mention of it until just this week where Alien Blackout was confirmed as the new game. It was the title we had talked about, the title we saw in all the marketing materials and the Twitter pages and everything else like that. Uh, but instead of being a sequel to Alien Isolation and a console game, it is the dreaded mobile game. Now, I will preface this by saying I've seen several hands-on articles since the announcement of this game that says that it is fun. It's not like your typical mobile game. There's no microtransactions, that it is just a, a regular size, you know, a regular game just shrunk down on a mini uh, console. So they're already trying to preempt the backlash, which is probably why... It, it didn't get debuted at the Game Awards. Yeah, they let Diablo... Yeah, yeah. they saw the backlash from Diablo. Well, uh, they saw the backlash from Diablo. They saw the backlash from... uh, What was it? Command & Conquer. Command & Conquer. So, they're probably like, yeah, let's not... Let's just do it as a press release in January. Let's not even do it right now. Because that's... It's only going to be bad. Yeah. But yeah, people were super pissed about it for like a day and a half. And I think the articles and the hands-on previews that have been coming out since are a little bit better. But are you guys excited about a new Alien game? Even if it is on mobile, I don't care. Unfortunately, um, I uh, I played a lot of Alien Isolation. I didn't finish it because I felt like it was like really kind of bloated and had a, a lot of padding in the game that mm-hmm. just kind of made it drag on a lot. Um, but it was a really good game and it had a really good story. I ended up like watching it get uh, played on YouTube while I was playing Assassin's Creed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to finish this game. I'm going to watch someone else play it while I play this other game. Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, you know, watching somebody actually, like, play through the game all the way through to the end, <clears throat> it had a really good story. Like, yeah. an amazingly good story. Uh, and very, like, very, very good game that actually has me kind of wanting to go back and just playing through it on my own. Um, and it, like, ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. So, but like, it was a game that got like ton of a ton of critical praise. But like everyone talked about how great it was, but it didn't sell very well. Because no. um, Colonial Marines was so bad. So yeah, that was probably the backlash of uh, Gearbox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, so I, it was a kind of thing where like I was like, it, it kind of sucks that like they didn't get people didn't get closure because a sequel wasn't coming because it didn't do good. Yeah. You know, like the studio that made it, I don't even think exists anymore. Or it was the kind of thing where, like, everybody was, like, shifted to other stuff. Um, so it is nice that 
like that game will now have closure to some extent. Like, well, it not has, really. Like, a sequel. This, this is not a sequel to that game. This takes place after it, but is not a sequel to the game. It's, it's, you said it's the same character, though. Yeah, but it's not like I don't think they're going to reference that. Like, they're not going to reference things that happen. It just takes place later. It's mm. so, like you're playing as Amanda Ripley still, but it's much later down the line, and you probably won't ever reference the the game or the the, the cliffhanger or anything like that. Mm. It'll just be like, okay, cool, we're we're moving on in the universe, like. It's set between isolation and aliens, but doesn't look like it's going to have necessarily. I mean, this is all still new information, but just in what I read so far, it seems like it's not going to be referential to the previous game. It's also just Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, which is which is fine. Like as a mobile game, it's okay to like to borrow from other like games of a certain genre to make your own thing. But and I've always liked the concept behind Five Nights at Freddy's, but I've never cared about the world of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I don't care about the bears. I don't care about the Restaurant. I don't care about any of that shit, dude. It's made by D three. Oh, really? I don't know who that was. D three made Puzzle Quest. Oh, okay, there you go. They also um, made. Um, didn't they make like Earth Defense Force? I uh, I don't think they made it. I think they published it. Okay. But D three PA is the like their mobile company. Mm. So they made Marvel Quest or Marvel Puzzle Quest and also uh, the Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest game. I didn't know there was a Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest game. Yeah. But yeah, it's only gonna be five bucks when it does come out with no microtransactions. So January twenty fourth, much more of a regular game than it is a, a quote unquote mobile game. Yeah, which it's, is good. Yeah, and it will hopefully you know quell some of the backlash of damn it, I want a sequel. Like people will still be mad about it, but at the very least, it's not. I mean, everyone knew they weren't getting a sequel. Like I said, the writing yeah. was already on the wall after the first game came out that a true actual sequel to the game would not be coming. Yeah. So if anything, you're getting something. So. It's not like the studio is still there and they could still make a sequel. They're just not. Yeah. You know? It's gone. Yeah. It's over. Like, with with going back to, like, the Blizzard and the uh, Diablo stuff, Blizzard could still make a Diablo sequel. Yeah. They're just choosing not to at the current Yeah, they're just choosing not to. Yeah. And that's why people are mad. Yeah. Yeah, this is a different situation. Mm -hmm. But I I was very uh, interested when the game got announced as a mobile game to see how mad people were going to be because it's just been happening a lot lately. I'm glad to know that it seems like I think, that, I think what, like my explanation is kind of why it didn't get like as blown out as yeah. a lot of other times. So that's good. We're 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 okay there. Mm. Everyone can calm down. You've got a new alien game, and you know what? If the sales or whatever of the mobile game are even better, then who knows? Maybe that gives somebody the impetus to go. Okay, you know what? Alien games do sell well. Let's make an Alien Isolation two, or let's make another game in the same vein. What have you? So. New games in, in franchises yeah. are always good if, if they're good games. I'll probably give it a try. Yeah, I mean, for five bucks. Like, I've got Google Play credit that I never use. So, like, I'll probably buy it when it comes out on Android and just give it a give it a go. Yeah. But, uh, all right, lightning round. So, the uh, Consumer Electronics Show was this week uh, out in Vegas. All kinds of different new techie stuff, 8K TVs, all kinds of, you know, motion cameras, everything connected for your house so you can have color-changing light bulbs and a... A toaster, I saw an oven where you can watch it through a webcam from the inside. So it's like a toaster oven that you can watch things cook from your phone. I mean, now you know, I have to always open up my toaster oven to look inside to see if the thing is cooked properly. And then the heat escapes. That's right. I don't have to. So all kinds of crazy, weird gadgets. Yeah, Yeah, you can't always tell the right way. Sometimes you got to pull it out and like, look, with the webcam, you can see everything perfectly. They always have some weird stuff. They always do. Like they have the clear fridge that also like... You would scan your stuff in, and it would know what your like grocery list was. So and if you like, were like out you, on like, milk, you need yeah. more milk. 
That's kind of cool, though. I like that. Sure, but you would also know you're out of milk when you are not drinking the milk because the bottle's empty. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but you don't know. But it could be like, hey, you've had this milk for two weeks. You should probably get new milk because that milk's probably bad. So I think it did that, too. Like, it knew that – like, you could put in expiration dates. So it's like, oh, yeah, the milk is best by 1-8. One, one uh, or, or it's one twelve now. It registers like, yeah, you put milk in here two weeks ago. How long would it take you to put your in? groceries in your fridge? It'd, okay. be, it'd be like an hour-long process. Not necessarily. you probably just scan a barcode with your phone. Yeah, but the barcode doesn't know what your ex- expiration dates are. Yeah, but... Well, that's so I said. Like, it knows milk lasts only X amount of time. Yeah. It, knows uh, it probably the takes an average milk of... In yeah. Was... yeah, I don't remember the specifics of it. That's all I thought. I don't know. That was just... But yeah, so crazy things design. happen yeah. uh, at CES every year. But also, there's some video game things. Not a ton, usually. Um, but it's mostly for... Smaller companies, third-party accessory developers to kind of show off stuff. Uh, and this year was no different. So we got a couple of different things out of the Consumer Electronics Show. One of which is very uh, interesting to Joe because he's been talking about wanting to spend all kinds of money on a new PC rig and a Vive headset and, and VR for the home. And Vive just announced two new headsets, Joe. So how are you feeling about that? Where are you now with your headset purchasing options? Where's your computer and when is it coming in? Well, uh, as of right now, they haven't given a ton of information about the new headsets. So I kind of want to wait and see what's going to be coming with that. Smart plan. Uh, yeah, but literally, like, I was on my phone, like... Typing Vive to go to the Vive store to buy a Vive. and it, you I was, saw. like, on Amazon, like, saying, like, what's the best gaming PC I can buy on Amazon and kind of thing like that. Because yeah. I don't know it's shit prime. about... It's going to be in two days. I don't, I don't know shit about building computers or anything like that. So, like, I'm going to have to just order a pre-made one. So, I was just trying to find, like, what's the best one I can buy on Amazon. Yeah. Um, and then that popped up, and I was like, oh, interesting, like, new Vive stuff. Because... Which is one of those things where every time you buy something that's been out for a little bit, you kind of think like, I swear to God, I'm going to buy this and then like the next week they're going to announce a new one that's even better. Yeah, of course. That's how it works. Yeah. So I was kind of like waiting to see if anything like that would happen. And sure enough, it happened like at that exact moment. Um, So they announced two new vibes that are coming out. Um, One of them is just basically a expansion on the already existing Vive Pro. Uh, The new one will be called the Vive Pro I. And what's big about this one is that it has, like, internal eye sensors that track your eye movements while you're playing the game. And it uses that to, like, adjust the image uh, so that you don't really have to move your head that much. Very convenient. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see the technology of that and how it works, especially, like, so close to your eye. Yeah. Like, where is the sensor? Where's the camera that's tracking your eyes on that? Like, is it impeding the screen at all? I have no idea, um, but well, it certainly Google seems Glass like could do that. Can it? Yeah, like knew which direction your eye went because, like, that's how you would select things. Oh, uh, okay. I never <laughs> actually paid too much attention to Google Glass. Yeah, and Google and no Glass is you know, yeah, bigger reason. than a like thumbnail. So yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, they they announced that one. Um. I don't know about that one that much because I I don't think it was on the podcast we were talking about this. I think it was when we were driving to the mall last week where i was talking about how we have an outside life uh yes apparently we do sure do where i was talking about how like all the reviews for the vibe pro were basically the extra price does not justify justify or the the extra the new content like what they change does not justify the price because the vibe pro is like eighteen hundred dollars whereas the standard vibe is five hundred dollars and everyone said the extra thirteen hundred dollars is not worth what you get out of it maybe this will be the same price and this is something that 
will make it worth that. I don't know. You'll uh, have to wait for reviews for that for sure. Yeah. And also, like, we don't know if there's going to be other things that are different about it. Or maybe it'll be cheaper now because now they've figured out how to, you know, bring yeah, the cost years, down. Yeah, two years on, everything's going to be yeah. cheaper So maybe it'll be cheaper. Like maybe it'll be more expensive. I don't know. Um, but once again, Remains I, don't, to be I don't know how well that, like, how much of a difference the eye tracking makes. Yeah. Especially nobody's actually seen playing Beat Saber, so yeah, and nobody's seen like seen it yet. So yeah, it's it just, just going unveiled. off of what they've said. Yeah, it was just unveiled this week. Yeah, uh, the other one that again they showed a little bit more of uh, was the new Vive Cosmos, which is supposed to be kind of more of an entry level Vive. Yeah, it's a for everybody kind of thing. Yeah, um, uh, the big deal about this one, uh, well, one of the big deals about this one is that as opposed to the other ones, which had external sensors that you had to put around your room. To track like your motion or like how the PlayStation has, you have to have the vibe or the eye camera for the PlayStation yep. VR. Uh, this one uh, does not require any external thing to do the tracking because it instead it has cameras built into it. it has four cameras, two facing forward and two facing to the side. And they track the movement of things outside, like in your field of view to determine where you're looking. Yeah. So it knows like if it's tracking like your desk, if the desk moves down, that means you're, you're looking, looking up. up. Yeah. So it adjusts the, like the, the image that way. Um, the other big uh, thing about this one is it's going to be phone compatible. Yep. It'll be both compatible with the computer and the phone. So you'll be able to like take it, you know, download things to your phone and then take it with you. Yeah. As so opposed like, to having to be tethered to your computer. Yeah. So like I have the, um, the Google, I forget what it's called, but it's basically like you put your phone in there. And mm-hmm. you can move it around and it's well like, this one's not like it's not your no phone it's just yeah it's it. connected it's just running it. off of your yeah. phone which also means it's wireless yep which um, is sick yeah which, which is what is you impressive. want yeah um there have been talk like it's not going to be as powerful as the other vibes yeah well it wouldn't just because of it has to work with like you wouldn't want it to be super powerful and connect to the phone like it wouldn't couldn't do both yeah well that's the, that leads to the question like will this one really just kind of be like yes it's for the casual people and the phone people but it's not for like the hardcore yeah vr person that maybe, really wants to like yeah it might be too basic for what you want to do because yeah. i saw a lot of comparisons to like this is the psvr of the vive yeah. family which you already have that you want the vive of the vive family not yeah, the yeah. psvr of the vive family yeah i want the thing that plays like the super hard like hardcore games yeah yeah ptvr yeah or like la noir vr mm-hmm um, but I mean, either way, it's still interesting. Yeah, for sure. It definitely uh, it's going to be something you have to pay attention to now a little bit more. See all the different variations on on VR technology that you can get. So we'll be looking forward to when you eventually do buy that. The only thing that I was thinking about the the Cosmo um, or Cosmos uh, and like the lack of the external sensor is when it comes to the handheld things. Because like the PSVR also tracks your hands, and oh, yeah, the, the camera Vive tracks thing, the, the camera tracks your hands, and the Vive sensors also track your hands with like the Vive controllers yeah. on them. Uh, I mean, I imagine that there's probably like an extreme fisheye lens with this thing that can like get all See over those too. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm just wondering, like, how you know, if you put your arms down to your side, is the camera going to be able to pick up like where your hands are and stuff? I don't know. Maybe with maybe you have to like. Uh sync them keep it in your field of vision keep it in the field of vision sync it so it understands where they are and then gyro sensors in it know every movement after that yeah and can determine it 
That would be, that would be, that's the only thing that has me going. Like, I don't know exactly. I'm sh- I'm trusting them to know what they're doing when yeah, it comes they must to making stuff. They had to have thought this through. Yeah. But that's the only thing that has me like really kind of going. Like, I don't know about that part. Yeah. No. That's a it's a good question for sure. Um, all right. Uh, something else new technology wise. Lightning round. We got a new console announcement, but not one for Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo, as we would assume. It's from another company entirely, and they want to put this new console out within the next three years, and they're already touting it's going to be the most po- uh, most powerful, bestest one that you could possibly get. 4K, you got it. 60 frames, you got it. VR at 60 frames, no problem. Done deal. Uh, what is the name of this console, Joe, and who's making it? Uh, It's called the Mad Box? Mad. Absolutely Crazy. mad. Yeah, uh, and it's being made by uh, Slightly Mad Studios. They are slightly mad. Full on mad. Yeah. Making a new console in this generation. Uh, and let me look up what Slightly Mad be Studios is. fucking made. bonkers. Yeah. The bonkers box. It's crazy. They're touting that like it's going to have all these things when it comes out, but also so is the PS5 what? and like next box. That's so, the thing. Like, like, yeah, that's cool. You're going to be in direct competition with everything else. But yeah. It's not like a step up. Because that's what everything else is going to have when those come out. Potentially, we don't know. Like that's the thing. Like they're saying it's the most powerful because it has all these things now, but the other consoles haven't gotten announced yet. So maybe it's running 120 frames per. Like I don't know if that's a realistic number to say, but it's it's 8K. Yeah, 100. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like who knows what those are going to be, and you could be touting something on the same level and in a direct competition way, or you're going to be something that's also now slightly underpowered. So you're you're hit. Slightly Slightly Mad Studios. Uh, they just make racing games. Sweet. So it's just a racing games machine box. They make they make Project Cars is what they're primarily oh, it's not even known a good for. Racing game. Yeah. Uh, they also made uh the Shift games. No. Uh, and Test Drive. Oh, okay. Sweet. I love Test Drive. Uh, and World of Speed. Sweet. I love Test Drive when I was ten. I mean, it still could be good now. You just haven't played it since you were ten. Right. I used to cheat in that game, uh, and if you hit the spacebar button, you would boost. But if you hit it too many times, it would shoot you backwards. Hmm. But uh, yeah, this this whole thing is just kind of weird. I mean, uh, they're not exactly like a powerhouse studio that you think would be able to come out and make. Uh, you know, you could expect Microsoft to be able to make a system. That's why Nintendo yeah. made. You know, Nintendo was there in the beginning. Yeah. Like, you can expect a big company like Sony to make this. Yeah, people that are used to making hardware. Like, we talked about it right beforehand of, like, people... John, you said people called Microsoft mad when they tried to get it on the console market. I said that. Yeah. One of you said it. I'm the new Joe. That's right. Sorry, you guys switched places in terms of which who was going first, so that's why I got confused. Um, yeah, so, like... I expect Microsoft, who makes com- like who knows how to make computer stuff, to be able to go in and make... A, a console like i expect sony who knows how to make electronics to go in and make a console this company that makes mediocre to okay like racing games well do they have clout in console making i don't know yeah what do but, they know about video system design but before nintendo made nintendo they made harafunda cards which were cardboard yeah, yeah but that was also at the beginning of yeah. video games at its most basic level like but th- that means that, that anybody like i can make a computer right now like it, it, i'll the way of learning things is a hell of a lot easier before it was, you know, back then. So true. Like, but, yeah, it's probably easier now for somebody to make a console. Yeah. Than well, no, it I'm would not be. saying they can't do it. I'm just saying why, like yeah. why, what's going to make, what technology do they have or have access to that is going to so much more blow me out of the water than anything that the people who have been making video game consoles for at minimum 
12, 15 years, what are they going to have that makes me want to spend $500 on their box when I'm going to spend $500 on one of these other, if not two other boxes? Maybe it's not 500 bucks. Maybe it's 300 bucks. Yeah, I guess that would have to be it. I'm just saying, like, I think that, like, variety's the spice of life, and, like, it'll make other companies, like, it's not going to be in direct competition. I don't, I, I can almost guarantee that, like, nobody's going to be like, oh, these are on even playing field. But at the same time, other, like, Microsoft and Sony, and they're going to be like, oh, like, they're, this is an option. Like, there are other people that are making stuff. We've got to make ours just a little bit better to make it more important. Yeah, I guess I just don't, I, I guess I won't know until I see it, but what is that thing that you add going to look like? Because, like, I don't know, honestly, what you'd add to the PS5 or the next box to, like, wow me enough to guarantee that I get it on day one other than I'm a sucker for buying consoles on day one. Like, I don't know what they could put in there to be like, oh, yeah, this is why you need to upgrade other than it's 60 frames and it's 4K. It's like, that's okay, kind of cool, how I felt these are now. About the the current generation consoles. Like, I didn't get one because I was just like, oh, that's cool. Like, but yeah, I didn't get it. It looks a little nicer, but that's really all. Yeah, I didn't get a PS4 at launch. Like, I got one a couple years later. So um, I, I'm right there with you. This one didn't wow me either. But no. now you're going to try to wow me in a new generation and as a new console maker. I don't know if if you don't do anything better and you do everything the same, I'm just going to go buy the PS5 because I already have all the Sony games and I already like that ecosystem. Which is unfortunate, though. Like, yeah, it's, I just think it's tough to get into something. Yeah, like I mean, we had what the Phantom that didn't go very well, uh, I, and then I they just, had what the what was the handheld thing that ended up getting like embezzled money and all that stuff. The Engage. <laughs> no, the Engage actually Question. came out. No, this one was like gear something oh there was the ouya there was that yeah console. I'm, I'm getting like ouya steam box vibe from this yeah. thing it's gonna be a thing where they're gonna be like this is our next big thing yeah and then which just... both were cool ideas i'm not paying for that yeah i'm not paying whatever like absorbent price that you want to put in no but when the phantom was like first announced that sounded fucking cool i never even heard of that thing I don't the know phantom was like about. a system that was like gonna be a, a pc but it would also play other consoles games yeah never heard of it I vaguely remember it, but I don't remember a lot about it. Yeah. So, I I mean, all power to them, but the problem is creating a new console has a lot of R&D costs, has yeah, a lot and of that, trial like, and error. I'm also picturing, like, development and production. Yeah, who's going to make games for this? Well, not, I mean, like, who's going to make the systems? Yeah. you got to have, you know... You have to have contracts with factories to be yeah, able to... Yeah, to make all the chips and yeah. all this stuff. And I just, I have a hard time picturing slightly mad studios maker of project cars is going to have like an entire R and D division making these things. And they're going to have warehouses full of these to sell. Yeah. And doing it for the first time trial and error and all the stuff that goes with that means that you're not going to be able to sell it for super cheap because you put in so much upfront cost to make sure it worked and try all these different options because I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're gambling on things to put in it that they think other companies won't. So they can say, Hey, we've got this in ours. You like that, right? So that's gonna that's gotta you know cost things, and so I don't I don't see them being able to put out a brand new system that from a company that's never made a system before for three hundred dollars or less. Like, would that be great? Absolutely, that would give people the option. But I see this as being a fully fledged if it ever comes out. They still said it's three years away, and this could entirely be some sort of weird marketing ploy for something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at like the designs they put out for the thing, it looks absolutely ludicrous yeah it's not great but it's all like neon lights and stuff like that yeah and you're just kind of like are you serious i yeah. don't feel like you're being serious right now y'all are y'all are joking right like you just you playing mm-hmm. you you playing but yeah i don't know 
I mean, for to John's point, yes, variety can always make things better. You know, the fact that there hasn't been a football game besides Madden means that Madden is stagnant. Like, I get the competition breeds innovation, but announcing a console that's three years away when you don't know what the the juggernauts are going to have in three years is a very risky proposition. I mean, I could announce on making a video game console. I wouldn't expect you to want to buy it. That's exactly right. So, I mean, if it... Oh, Gizmondo is what I was saying. Or Gizmodo. Oh, yeah. One oh, of them is... Gizmondo. Gizmondo. Gizmodo yeah. is the website. Yeah, because I, I knew one of them was the website. The Gizmondo is what I was thinking of. The handheld thing that, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...was supposed to come out. But then, yeah, the Infinum Platinum, or Phantom, was the uh, console that was supposed to play other people's games and they even had like playable ones that you could play e3 in 2014 i just don't know how they could have thought that that would ever fly <laughs> yeah i mean it'd be cool if i could play an xbox game on a random third-party box but that's not gonna happen. Uh, yeah I just picture lots and lots of lawsuits just yeah, coming your way that's that. not gonna work well the next thing you know fun. you'd be fucking soldier boy yeah well like the gizmondo it was also like run by like mob type people that like smuggled money and it was like not legit to begin with, but they were actually trying to make a legit piece of hardware. Yeah, so the soldier game. Not legit from the start, but yet they're trying to make it legit. But, like, at least, like, these people have physically made the thing. Like, Soldier Boy just History stole some Chinese com- company's yeah. bullshit. Um, yeah. But, uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm down on the mad box to start. They got an uphill battle if they want mindshare. So, we'll see. It's uh, three years away, so. I just, I hope it comes out. I hope it this, it's actually being made. And I really, like, I just... I think it's shitty that people are bashing it before it's even like. Well, they uh, all they're saying thought. is we're making a console, but they haven't told you anything about it. They're just saying everything you want in it, we're going to put it in there. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, like I said, it feels like snake oil to me. Something yeah. about this doesn't sit right. That a company with no clout, no expertise in any of this stuff would come out and they would sell you the moon. Yeah, like if Rockstar came out and said we're making a console, I'd be like, okay, you're at least Rockstar. Like, you at least have a pedigree of being able to do stuff. I'm going to want your first party. Like, that's the thing about buying a console is ultimately you want the company's first party games on there. Right. That's why you buy a Nintendo system. That's why you buy Xbox. That's why you buy PlayStation. You want to play first party games. I don't want to play just Project Cars 4 or whatever on the Madbox. You need more to sell me on that. You're going to need a stouter launch lineup and you're going to need actual stunning hardware that's above and beyond not just the same as the, the big boys. And if they pull this off, I mean, I'm, yeah, all I'm power to completely them. dismiss them. Just yeah. as of right now, where we're standing, something's weird about this to yeah. me. Well, I, I'm just saying there's like a big difference between like being cautiously optimistic and pointing and laughing. And I think a lot of people right now are just going, hey, that's stupid. Like, yeah, I'm kind of there. Yeah. I'm kind of pointing and laughing. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying like, this could be cool. I'd rather I'm not, put I'm not getting my hopes first. up. I'm, yeah. but I'm also like also not pointing at it, being like, "That's fucking ridiculous." And once again, that's what people said when Microsoft said they were going to start making consoles. Again, but they had, they but had, they're Microsoft. They had more pedigree in the. Yeah. You have to have they're, some pedigree in like the business the you're already company in. in the world at the yeah. time. You need to have some pedigree in the business that you're already in in order to pivot into a new business, like and succeed. And I think it's it's a little tough if you. Are just making games that aren't that great, and now you want to make a console. It's a it's an uphill battle. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying. Well, I uh, mean, the making the games part is as long as you make sure your hardware is powerful enough, they can just say, okay, like uh, whatever next game, like EA could put Anthem out as long as it can run it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be exclusives to that extent. Yeah. But just imagine if the very first Xbox came out and the only first party game on it was Forza. 
be like, okay, it's a yeah, it's a good game, but it's I'm not buying a console just to get a new racing game. Yeah. Some people will, but the majority of people probably won't. Uh-huh. So it's an uphill battle, and it's three years away. So well, I'm sure when more information could, comes they out, they could get we'll, the exclusive rights to Destiny Three. That's fine. Yeah, and Destiny becomes a Madbox exclusive. Yeah, I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying they I'm gotta get a better name. Yeah, yeah. yeah the only it. thing I'm pointing and laughing at is the name. For the love of God, change the name. Yeah, and I guess they said it's a code name as of now, so we'll see. Like uh, the dolphin. All right, uh, lightning round. This one's also right for Joe. Hyperkin, the maker of all kinds of accessories and retro-style consoles, has announced the first-ever HDTV-compatible light gun uh, for use with the NES system and Duck Hunt. So, Joe, you're a big retro game collector. Are you very excited about the Hyperkin Hyper Blaster HD? Uh, if it works, then yes. Yeah. As of right now, I don't know if it'll work. Well, it will, just maybe not with what you have. Yeah. Uh, so, the, I mean, you know more about this. You were the one that was really keeping track of it. But apparently it's only going to work on the classic Nintendo systems, uh, which already aren't really suited for the HD at that point. Well, no, not entirely. So it's going to work. When it first got announced, they just did like a press release earlier in the week that said, we're making this. We'll have more to show off at CES later this week. You know, but we just want to let you know this is what we're doing. And it's... in a an adapter for HDTVs that helps make the light gun compatible. Because the way light guns work, the, it doesn't work on modern TVs. You need yeah. that CRT TV in order to get it to work. So something about the adapter they've built makes it work. Now, all of the press release things and all the articles earlier in the week said you need an original NES in order to play it, which, okay, that lets you play it. It is harder to plug an, an NES into a modern TV, though. You, and also, you're not going to get good output. Yeah, it's just going to be... It's going to be a blurry, ugly mess. Yeah. If you try and hook... I mean, the reason everyone's all interested in the newer stuff is that, like, now they have HD, 4K, like, output Nintendos. Yeah. That make, you know... They still look like Nintendo games, but they at least look crisp and clear. Yeah, it's on a in HDMI. TV. Like, it's it's not an RF input, which is what you'd have to do with the original NES. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said that, and so everyone was like, oh, I better hope you have an NES. Like, Tyler, Tyler mentioned it. Like, I hope Joe has an NES. I'm like, you know he does. Like, I have, like, seven. Yeah, like, you know he has an original NES. Stop stop asking dumb questions. Uh, also, go to any yard sale and you can probably buy one. For yeah, I, every retro store has got a stack of them in the back, I'm sure. Uh, but then when they tweeted the first picture from the floor of CES, they were playing it on the Retron HD. So, everyone was, so I was like, wait a second. You said it was NES only, and everyone's been saying NES only. What's the deal with it? And then a day later, they, they posted a clarification tweet that it is original NES hardware and all Retron consoles except or Retro N or whatever they're called, um, except the, the Retron 5. So like the Retron HD works. Any of the older Retrons probably work. But it's still in development, so they said that could change at a later date. Now, they didn't mention Joe's Super NT. That's what it's called? No, I have um, uh, an AVS. AVS. Yeah, Super NTs are actually hard to come by. Oh, okay. Or the, I, the Super NT is easy to get. The okay. NT the is NT. hard to get. Yeah, so they didn't mention the like one. 500 bucks. The one that you specifically have, but also, why would they tell you it works with somebody else's console? They're going to want you to buy the Retro, the retro NHD. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to tell you straight I do also have up. a Retro NHD. Oh, so then you'll be fine either way. Either way, you'll be able to play it. Mm-hmm. Which is which is fine. So you excited for that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I loved uh, a lot of those games. You yeah. Know? I I played a lot of um, uh, Hogan's Alley and Gunsmoke. Now they they have only specified Duck Hunt as a game that would work, but I can't imagine. I can't imagine why it wouldn't work on the other ones. No, I, the technology is the same to get the original light gun to work on all those games. I can't imagine the adapter would change that much. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'm interested. Like a lot of people are like, that's cool. But where's my PlayStation when I want to play Time Crisis? And it's like, okay, yes, true. That would be good to have other system light guns. But prove the original light gun works first. Also, I don't think Hyperkin does PlayStation stuff. I think they're pretty much just a... No, they do. Like, they do all kinds of different, like, accessories. They have all kinds of different accessories. They Probably just they make, you know, crappy controllers for the PlayStation, you know? Mm. Their, their retro stuff is their biggest deal. And the retro stuff for Nintendo, obviously, is a bigger deal than any of the other systems. But, yeah, no, if, no release date or pricing yet. Um, it's still technically in development. It's just being unveiled now, but definitely something to keep your eye on, Joe. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Oh no. Yeah. I'll definitely keep an eye on it. And it looks, it looks awesome. Like I, I tweeted out a picture of it from the show floor. You know, um, when we were talking about it, we were saying like, it, it has to look close enough as an approximation to it to be. Yeah. It has to look enough like it, like the original one, but also not look enough like a gun to really, you know, get all up in arms. The people who are like, it looks too realistic as a gun. But I think they did a really good job because it looks like the orange NES zapper for the most part with like a couple different curves or what have you. Mm-hmm. So, Hyperkin uh, made the Duke. Oh, yeah. They made the... Oh, that's right. Yeah, they made the re-release of the I Duke. Have that. So there you go. You already have Hyperkin controllers for other systems. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that would be cool if they came out with light guns so I could play Time Crisis or any other like old school games. But first things first, get Duck Hunt working. It's the one people want to play the most. Uh, lightning round speaking of fun retro machines arcade one up the makers of the four foot tall arcade cabinets seen at your local walmart during the holiday season uh, has announced a new arcade machine joe what is it uh they're making uh mortal Kombat. sweet which i was uh kind of surprised at i, I, I don't know it, it seemed like uh more modern than the stuff that they put out they've made a street fighter one that was street fighter 2 so yeah, but Mortal like, Kombat's I mean, in that same vein. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But part of it like, had me going like, oh, wow. I, I didn't picture they would make a Mortal Kombat one. Which games is it? Uh, it is... Uh, let me find it here. I'm assuming probably 1, 2, and 3. Mortal Kombat... Yes, it's 1, 2, and 3. So the Mortal Kombat cabinet will launch and include Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, and Mortal Kombat 3. There will also be a Karate Champ cabinet with Karate Champ, Bad Dudes, Burger Time, and Caveman Ninja. Bad dudes. I do love Burger Time. Uh, this one was already announced, mm, I believe, before, but they also talk about the Golden Tea cabinet that they're going to be making. Sick. I'm still waiting for the uh, the Konami cabinet. They, like, kind of teased when they they put out a poll on Twitter. It was like, which one of these would you like to see? And the Konami one won far and away because it was, like, Ninja Turtles, The Simpsons, and X-Men. Like, all those classic Konami arcade games. And I want that one. I would probably spend 200 bucks on that one. Or 250 to get it with the stand. So there's actually also going to be another one. Uh, there's going to be a Final Fight cabinet. Okay. Uh, which includes Final Fight, obviously, Ghosts and Goblins, and Strider. Ooh, that's, that's a, a pretty good, good one. That's a good cabinet. That's nice. a pretty good one right there. Ghosts and Goblins and Strider in particular are actually really good. Yeah. And I guess it's not that hard to like put like an emulator in the machine itself. So any anyone with two two joysticks is key. So like a Mortal Kombat one is, is good for stuff like that. I'm excited. I like those cabinets. They just haven't had one that has wowed me yet. So we'll uh, we'll see if the Mortal Kombat one does it. Probably not. Not a huge fighting uh, I'm person. Not, I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat person, really. Yeah, same. Um, I, I don't hate those games. I like those games over Street Fighter, for sure. But hmm. in terms of playing it, like I'm better at them. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. They're clearly doing well. I don't. I don't know anyone that's bought one. I've never seen anybody buy one. Like I've never been in a store that they sell them and seen someone like carrying one to the front. But I don't know. They must be selling well if they keep putting out. I'd actually be kind of tempted to get the Golden D one. 
Yeah, Golden Tee is got fun. even like the little trackball. That's what you were saying before. It was like that's what the ones you want the most is like the bowling. One. Like, well, if they put bowling on it too, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, and they could do that. Just like a combo ball sport one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, lightning round. Some Nintendo news for this week. Uh, we've got some new uh, Nintendo release dates for upcoming games. Joe, what games and when are they coming out? Uh, yeah, Nintendo put out like a series of tweets the other day, uh, just announcing some information for a bunch of uh, upcoming games. Uh, they announced uh, the release date for Kirby's Epic Yarn for the 3DS. Yep. Uh, which is Marth, uh, March 8th, not Marth. That's Marth from, is a uh, different character. Yep. Yeah. Different Nintendo thing. Uh, and they announced the date for Yoshi's Crafted World, uh, which is going to be March 29th. Nice. Yeah. So two uh, two good games coming out that month. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to Yoshi's Crafted World. I thought that one looked really good. Yeah, I was going to say, we did our, uh, our did our episode recently of games we were looking forward to in Q1. So these are two new games for Q1. Do those mm-hmm. make your list? Both of them? Uh, yeah, Epic Yarn. Take a give or take, yeah. yeah. Um, but Crafted World actually looks really good. I liked Yoshi's Woolly World, mm-hmm. uh, and this one looks like Similar, that, but, but even yeah. like more interesting. Yep. Uh, the other thing was uh, announcements for uh, NES uh, Switch Online's NES library games, yep. uh, where they added uh, Zelda 2 Adventures of Link and Blaster Master. I always hated Adventures of Link. Because I played a lot of original Zelda as a the kid. The bastard stepchild. Of and then, like, games. I played the side-scrolling thing. I'm just like, I don't <clears throat> like this. I this could never get very far and, like as a kid. I'm, I'm sure I could probably get further in it now. Yeah. But I got, like, to the second level, and I was just like, this isn't Zelda. Yeah. I may revisit it, because the Zelda games as a franchise routinely have games where everyone hates it when they come out and then love them 20 years later. So, like, everyone hated Majora's Mask. Everyone hated Wind Waker. I'm not going to say you, Joe, because I know you like those games originally. No, but, I like, didn't like Majora's Mask. See, there you go. Do you like yeah. it now? I actually never played it. Oh, there you go. I bought the 3DS one. Maybe I'll give that a try. But uh, yeah, I never liked Majora's Mask. Uh, I loved Wind Waker right off yeah. the bat, though. See, I know a lot of people that hated Wind Waker because of the associatedness of it. Uh, but then actually played it and they're like, oh, wait, no, this game actually is awesome. I mean, I did, like, when they showed it off for the first time, I went like, what the hell is this? Yeah, but then I was like, eh, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is great. So, yeah, I, I might play Adventures of Link, give it another shot. It only gets one chance to, to prove to me it doesn't suck, though. <laughs> one? That's it. It gets one chance. Not like one life where I died. I'm like, that's it. That's over. The game sucks. Like, I'm going to legitimately right, give it give a it chance. give it an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if if it doesn't wow me or I'm really still hating the side-scrolling thing, like, I'm out. Yeah. Forget it. Um, so, yeah, those are the two new NES online games. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also interesting because up until now it's always been groups of three. This is the first time it's been only two games. Mm. Is that a sign of things come, or uh, is it just didn't have anything else this month? I don't know. Just give me Super Nintendo next. Yeah, sure. like that's the thing. That's Eventually, they're going to have to start giving other games that aren't just NES. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to have to start giving some Game Boy games. Yeah, Game Boy would be perfect. It's already a portable system. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. If they if they did Game Boy, I'd buy one of those uh, grips that turns it vertically so you can play vertical. Because <laughs> that's how I'd want to play the Game Boy one. It would look weird. Like horizontal. Horizontal screen. Yeah. But, I don't know. Either way. Uh, lightning round. So we got some rumors, almost confirmation of potentially a new game in a long dormant franchise. Joe, what franchise is that? And why do we think a game is coming for it? Uh, so the French voice actor. Uh, let me just double check that it was the French voice actor. Me? Uh, Italian, sorry, Ooh. sorry. It's the Italian voice actor, uh, Luca Ward, uh, who is the Italian voice actor for Sam Fisher, uh, tweeted out a picture of, of himself. Uh, it's basically like a all black 
background, but yeah. the three glowy Sam Fisher night vision goggle lights behind him. And also his hands were doing the, hey, hey, bitty Yeah. Sam Italian listeners. I'm Italian. I can say that. I am not. I know. You shut up, Joe. Sorry, sir. Yeah. John, what's the deal with this friend, this uh, Italian guy in Splinter Cell? You're telling me the story now. Oh, because Joe can't talk? Well, yeah, oh, Joe's been relegated to third. Yeah, so he tweeted Joe. this picture, uh, which apparently means that there's a new Splinter Cell coming out, because anytime some foreign uh, voice actor tweets anything about a new game, they all get fired, and then the game comes out anyway. Yeah. Well, because you're not supposed to say anything. You're just supposed to... You're just supposed to because Mortal Kombat was the last one where they said there was Mortal Kombat 11 coming out because like the Spanish voice actor came out and said I did all these voices for it and then he got canned yeah. and then Mortal Kombat 11 got announced. Yep. Yeah, you just got to keep quiet. That's all. But this so is sweet. You had one job. I mean, it's entirely possible that like this is just the thing that the guy feels most passionate about. Like, yeah. He's like, oh, of all the work I've ever done, I've always been most proud of being Sam Fisher. Yeah. So he's just like, hey, remember Italian I was... Sam Fisher. Yeah. He's, he's just like, hey, remember I was Sam Fisher once. Here's a picture of me. Yeah, like, it could just be that. Yeah. No, and it's just him No, saying, it means new, new Splinter Cell. That's fine. People want new Splinter Cell. I want, I want new, Splinter new Splinter Cell. Cell. Yeah. Blacklist was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's got the glowing like night vision goggles, that means it's more like an old school Splinter Cell than well, it is Blacklist like... Was the uh what was the one what was the one where he was like a shaved head convicted, he played the guy from prison conviction. break yeah yeah where he's like a prison break thing yeah, yeah. nobody wants that one nobody um, wants classic splinter so. well i'm just i'd be more interested to see if this will be the third reboot now for the franchise or yes. are they going to go back to classic or is it going to be a continuation of the conviction blacklist ones or is it please a continue is it a remaster remake of the trilogy like it could be that too yeah and he just needed to record new dialogue for yeah. it or something i like old grizzled Sam Fisher, like, begrudgingly doing his job. <laughs> oh, so you like the um, Michael Ironside Sam Fisher? What? Michael Ironside was the voice, the voice of actor. the original sure. Sam Fisher. But they hired a new guy for uh, Conviction Blacklist because oh, really? it was, like, younger Sam Fisher, even though it was still a sequel to the other one. Yeah, Blacklist was still old because he still had gray hair. Well, like, they made him look younger wow. and stuff. He was more than he fit. would have otherwise been if his age had continued. Yeah, from he would be floppy. Yeah. yeah. No, but I like Blacklist. So if we make a sequel to that, that's great. And have uh, what? What's his name? Uh, Greg the Bunny guy. Seth Green. Seth Green. Yeah, I think he did the voice act for the, like the nerdy guy, didn't he? Oh, I don't remember. That's weird. That of if if Seth Green is the person that you're thinking of, of all the things that Seth Green has been in, that Greg, Greg the, the Bunny. Bunny. Was the one that, <laughs> I love the Greg the Bunny. So Robot uh, Chicken is that better? Sure. Austin Powers. Like, honestly, anything else. Was it uh, Airblades or what it was? The, he was in a rollerblading movie back in the day, too. What? Yeah. Gleam in the Cube? No, no skateboarding. Um, so, yeah, that, it's just weird. I always liked Greg the Bunny, so I appreciate that reference. Well, because it, like, it's also like Seth Green's thing as opposed to just a movie he was in. He's in, yeah, true. Um, all right. Lightning round. This was a fantastic four week at Marvel for some reason. I know that they're, they're relaunching the book after they killed it off for, uh, movie purposes and just for fighting for with Fox. <laughs> yeah. For fighting with Fox purposes. Uh, so they're relaunching fantastic four and they're doing it in a big way. Uh, but this was fantastic four week. Uh, and as a part of fantastic four week on Monday, they had a live stream where they were announcing all kinds of different fantastic four related things. And one line of it or one tweet of it, just was something fantastic is coming to Marvel's Spider-Man on PS4. 
Now, I put out what my thought was on Twitter. Uh, Tyler agreed with that. I wanted to get your guys' input. Uh, what did you think this announcement means? What fantastic thing it could be coming to Marvel's Spider-Man? And ben Grimm is playable. That's a that's a stretch. Swinging <laughs> no, around it's not. It's, it's Rocky. <laughs> that's a stretch. No pun intended, because I don't think that would be a thing. No, but seriously, what do you guys think is coming? Uh, I, I, a new, new suit of some sort. Yeah, I thought is the Amazing Bagman suit. Yeah. It seemed like the obvious... Because I can't imagine it's going to be anything big. Like no, I don't. Like I can't thing. imagine it's like well, yeah, like the thing. Like the thing. I like. I I didn't think it was going to be like a full on uh, Fantastic Four DLC. No, I don't think it's going to be a Fantastic no, Four it's DLC. Just gonna be a It'd be cool if it was, but I think they're kind of done with DLC now. Like they did their three packs that they've mentioned, and then work is going to start in earnest. I would assume on a sequel for two three years from now. Now it would be cool if it was like. Uh, a retelling of that storyline where Peter Parker breaks into the Fantastic Four tower into the Baxter building because he wants to prove that he's good enough to be a member of the Fantastic Four. Except for the fact that the Baxter building doesn't exist. Yes, so that's the thing that the, that's the thing that's the biggest thing. Yeah, but I mean, I, I pictured it being like you know they don't have to make it like the full big open world, just like create the inside of the building and have you like crawling through the vents doing the, yeah. the kind of spy stuff but you'd have to put the building in. like the building doesn't exist in the city so even if you don't see it normally and it's just this weird internal dlc it's still like uh it's a missed opportunity yeah, and then you're like where am i yeah anyway. there's so many different things in that game that are references to the larger marvel universe but the baxter building isn't one of them mm. like if the baxter I building was in there just put the baxter building there I know. Or they could just claim that one of the buildings was the, the, Baxter, the Baxter building, building the they just time. never had the four yeah, on it. I guess. That's what, like, if, if you're going to do anything like that, that's what I would hope that it is, but we'll, we'll see. It's just going to be a new costume. They already gave us a costume for free for no reason anyway, the, yeah. with the Sam Raimi costume. Well, no, that was for people bitching. So. Well, the I cost, mean, they, they, the cost not, was bitching. Not they said that they were actually working I mean. on it of for course, a long time. Of course before. they were. They weren't like, all of a sudden, like, oh, people want that? Let me just uh, throw it in there. I'm going to make it in a day. Yeah, no, of course not, but... It, it just seemed like it was the co- the price to pay to get that was bitching. Um, yeah, no, I like. I guess I'm excited for it. I love that game, so I'll get the costume or whatever it takes to get. The I still costume. haven't done DLC, so like when I do, yeah, you'll have maybe a I'll just to. play as Bagman, Bagman for some reason. I don't even like that costume. I think it's. I know, but that's why it could just be the FF costume. The, yeah, the the Future Foundation. Future Foundation. One. I would like that a lot All more, white, yeah. it, especially if you had the ability to go black and white versus white and black. Like, yeah, because you can flip it. In the in the comic book universe, yeah. so if I can invert the colors, turn great. it inside out, yeah, that when, when it gets dirty, stealth mode or whatever, yeah, it's where it's black with just the white accents as opposed to the other way around. Because I like that suit, uh, not a ton. I don't have a figure for it because no. that one was one that came out before I was really collecting, and it's a much harder figure to get now. Yeah, but yeah, in the big time one or like yeah, super hard to. Oh, find. I'm sure big times, big time hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, I, cool. If it's a costume, if it's DLC, awesome too. Like, any more excuse to play that game? Totally down for it. But I didn't think they needed to make a big deal out of a Fantastic Watch Four it, like, costume that may yeah. not even have the four logo on it. Like, Bagman has been in other Spider-Man games. I think he was in Amazing Spider-Man too. But it's just a blue onesie with a bag over his head because they couldn't put Fantastic Four on it because it wasn't related to. It was related to the movie games. So, I guess if Marvel's giving them the okay that. They could at least do it that way, but I don't know. I'm not. This isn't anything to get hyped on. I'm not a big Fantastic Four person. Or, or watch it just be like a comic book. Yeah, like it's 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 not actually in the game. It's in the comic book spinoff. Because isn't there a comic book for the movie or the game coming out? Yes. 
like watch it just be like Maybe. oh in the comic book he has a thing where he like he does a storyline yeah. with the Fantastic Four. Maybe. Or honestly this could be a tease for a sequel because they just said it's coming to Marvel's Spider-Man. They didn't say the game that's currently available on PS4. They just said something fantastic is coming to Marvel Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man 2 is still Marvel Spider-Man. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was that either. But it probably won't be. It'll just be a costume. Yeah. But for people that love that costume or the Fantastic Four, I'm super hyped for you. I'll get it. I won't ever wear it in the game. I'll see how it looks and then move on. Uh, lightning round. Speaking of Marvel things, uh, being in games, we got a, a tribute to a legend in World of Warcraft. Joe, you want to tell me about it? Uh, yeah, World of Warcraft added a character. Uh, he wanders around uh, the Alliance stronghold, uh, screaming out Excelsior, uh, and his name is Stanley. S-T-A-N-L-E-Y. Stanley. Coincidentally, his name is Stanley. Yes. So they added Stanley as a little tribute to the man, the myth, the legend himself. He has his trademark mustache. He has his trademark sunglasses, which seem out of place very much so uh they're in the world of the warcraft world azeroth yes Yes. very much so um but uh it's just a cute little thing it's a nice little thing that they put in there for him i don't really know what stan lee's connection to i mean they put robin williams in the game or like a robin williams tribute yeah i think it's i think it's just uh they put stuff in and we know that culturally significant yeah we know the majority of our fan base also has some kind of connection to this man because chances are if you're playing wow you're probably also a fan of comic books or comic book movies like that's just the the way not everybody is obviously but he's a big enough figure in the nerdy world that it makes sense to be in there and it's not like it's a, a quest or anything like that. It's just he's there. No, it's an Easter egg, yeah. essentially. But and it's I, still a nice touch. And I guess people found either skins or coding for um, yeah, him in the, the Horde stronghold as well. So, the, like, there might be... That would be coming, too. Well, there's... Coming or, like, there actually might be a quest eventually later on. Yeah, they found three skins for him. There's the Alliance one that's actually in the game. Uh, there's one that's just him wearing, like, regular clothes. Not, you know... Regular for not their, armor. he's not armor. Yeah. He's wearing like a tunic yeah. and you know pants, uh, and then another one that's he's got like red red armor with like spikes on it that looks very much it would be more horde armor. Yeah. Um. So there you go. I don't know if like each area was, or he was going to be in three different areas or something like that or if he hasn't just... been found anywhere except for the alliance area. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Stormwind. That's Stormwind. the name of the city I, that I he's walking around. Either. It's been a long time since I've played WoW. Because I was never an alliance person. <laughs> For the horde. For the horde. Yep. Well, there you go. Just a nice little, uh, nice little touch. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lightning round. So this is a this is a pretty big topic. We like to we like to talk about fun video game related lawsuits here on the Broke Clock Podcast Gamescast. We've done it before. Usually, always one of the last few items that we have in the lightning round. And this week, it's no different. We've got a a lawsuit of a he said she said or a he said he said between somebody that you know and someone that you don't. Um, so Joe, I want you to describe to me who's being sued. And why? And this is going to take some turns. This is probably going to cover some slightly not safe for work stuff. So maybe headphones. Um, definitely. Actually, definitely headphones. Definitely. If you're listening to it at work uh, or if you're in the car, maybe pause when you drop the kids off and you can listen to the rest of it. Because there is some touchy subject matter. So just wanted to warn you of that before we, we get into it. So go ahead, Joe. Who's getting sued? Uh, well, uh, I mean, it originally started off with a lawsuit um, where... Uh, Gearbox. Yeah, where, well, where Gearbox was suing their former lawyer, um, I know his name was Calendar. Yes. 
Uh, but I don't. I I wasn't paying attention to that lawsuit. That just seemed like standard kind of businessy lawsuit. Yeah, I have it up right. <laughs> Lawsuity yeah. lawsuit. Yeah, I mean that's that's really what it was. Uh, but uh, that's that's where it started. Um, so uh, Callender uh, was being sued. Uh, they said that he was. Uh, I got it right here. Uh, it said that he had borrowed money from Gearbox uh, for home loan and tuition that he never paid back. He abused the privilege of a company credit card by charging unapproved, wholly personal expenses, uh, including vacations, gun club memberships, firearms, accessories, and trying to get six-pack abs. Uh, I'm pulling all these quotes from the Kotaku article about it, uh, which go, which will go more in-depth than we, we can, but there's a lot of twists and turns here. So that was the first, was that he was just a guy who thought he could get away with you know his corporate credit Stealing card. Stealing some money. People do it all the time. I've been to places where people got fired because they like bought a living room set with their corporate credit card and tried to pay it off of like, oh, that was, oh, my girlfriend just grabbed the wrong card. Oh, I didn't know. My bad. Like, I'll pay it back. And they're like, yeah, you will. Also, you're fired. Mm-hmm. So that was the first lawsuit. Yeah, so uh, then he turned around and he hit them with another countersuit where he uh, essentially uh, alleged that uh, Randy Pitchford, who is the CEO of Gearbox, yep. uh, embezzled uh, $12 million worth of company funds. Was that he, he received a bonus of $12 million from Take-Two as like a preemptive bonus for In Borderlands 2? Yeah. Uh, which was probably not something that he was supposed to do, but yeah, it, like instead, it went to like his. Uh, he had like some sort of separate account. It was like the Pitchford organization, something, yeah. something that it went to that as opposed to uh, where wherever it was supposed to go. I don't know. I'm not a fucking lawyer. I thought it was a real estate endeavor that he had. Maybe yeah, that's that's, what it that's was. also involved uh, yeah. in some way as well. All right, but in next step. Uh, so, yeah, so basically it's the two of them are suing each other back and forth. Uh, the only thing is that the lawsuit against Pitchford uh, takes some really fucking bizarre turns. Sure does. Now, uh, the original articles that came out about this, um, I saw the Kotaka article. I'm sure that's the one that you were reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, IGN also did an article. Polygon also did an article about it. Yeah, everybody's it. touching it. Uh, and all of them, they really buried the lead with the things that are going on in this lawsuit because all the articles... Titles were basically like Randy Pitchford being sued for twelve million dollars or something or other. Well, that's a that's a big deal. Well, this this, this will factor into the story as I get a, uh, yeah. more into it. Um, the part that uh, really took everyone by surprise and really was everything that everyone was paying attention to was uh, the accusations against Randy Pitchford potentially being a pedophile and a porn addict and a porn addict. Well, he's to... confirmed the porn addict. Yes, part. that's true. That's not uh, an allegation anymore. Yes. But then again, which one of us isn't, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> which so, nerd isn't also a product? <laughs> Let's get real. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so, uh, in the lawsuit, uh, Callender mentions an uh, incident in 2014 where Randy Pitchford uh, accidentally left a USB drive containing uh, pretty much all of the company's uh, gearboxes, like information it had information about upcoming games it had information about like dlc yeah. that they were putting into so it was corporate documents uh from them and partners including 2k sega sony microsoft and others why uh, carry that stuff on a flash drive well i mean you this is 20 i think it was 2014 that this happened so i mean i could see carrying things around on a flash drive that you have to like take between work and home like it makes sense but I don't know how you leave a flash drive behind. Like, why was it not in your coat pocket or in your bag or in your car? Like, why did it make it into the restaurant? Right, why did you carry it into medieval times? Yeah. 
Yeah, so he ended up leaving it at Medieval Times. Which is a was... hilarious place to leave anything. I of know. course. Because yeah. now it's confirmation that you, yes, indeed, went to Medieval Times, uh, which is just a silly restaurant. For those of you that have never heard of Medieval Times, it's just a restaurant where you go and eat quasi-medieval type food where it's like bad steak and chicken fingers and you watch people just well also, also there's no utensils randy well, yeah, is why would you also... need utensils in medieval times you just stab it with your sword and obviously your yeah everyone carries a sword even children yeah of course it's medieval times yeah but randy pitcher's also been like he's known for being a rather strange weird eccentric, eccentric yeah. dude um so I'm sure that's ex- probably his like weekly <laughs> treat to himself. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna go to medieval times alone. Yeah, <laughs> come wife and child to medieval times. Yeah. Uh, so he ended up leaving at medieval times. It was found by, uh, I believe, it was an employee of medieval times. Yeah, he yes. then took the, it home uh, and realized that it was not encrypted. So he put it in his computer to take, uh, you know, take a look at it. This he found is probably what started them encrypting the flash drives. Yes. Uh, so he, you know, found all of the documentation. Uh, he also found. Something bizarre on there. Oh, uh, let's not say it's bizarre. bizarre. About this. Not, well, allegedly bizarre. Yeah. I, go ahead. Say it. Uh, he found pornography. Not bizarre. It. Pornography is normal. No. Um, I'd look at pornography. Uh, he found pornography of it. Um, it's squirting porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you want which... to explain to the people at home what that is, Joe? Uh... No, that's fine. <laughs> you, can, you can Google it now on your work computer. <laughs> It, it's exactly it, what it sounds like. Yeah, it's really in incognito mode. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, uh, definitely incognito mode. It's exactly what it, it sounds involves, like. It involves copious amounts of fluids. That's right. From a woman. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let's let's take it from his words themselves. Uh, this is Pitchford himself explaining. Yeah. Hold on. Where was it? I just saw it here. Uh, Control F squirting. <laughs> I'm typing that. Um, shoot. Where was it? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a woman. So this is officially Pitchford's words from a podcast uh, a little bit later on from earlier, from late last year. Uh, it's a woman who is masturbating, Pitchford said. And when she has some experience that appears as if she's having an orgasm, a huge amount of fluid comes out of her vagina. Now, uh, the reason that Pitchford had this video on there you, uh, on his thing with all of his, you know, Work related corporate yeah. documents, yeah. Uh, is Randy Pitchford, uh, as part of the his eccentric and eccentricities, yep. Uh, he's very into magic, super into magic. The, the, podcast. the podcast that he was on was a magic focused podcast. Where uh, I'm also super into magic, <laughs> not magic, not magic together, together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is magic like close abracadabra, uh, David oh, Copperfield, yeah, hand yes. stuff. Ooh, like, I like sleight of hand, yeah, the yeah. slightest hand, yes, yes, I like sleight hands, <laughs> yep. Uh, and the only reason that he saved it on there is he wanted to study the footage because he was convinced that uh, it had to be a magic trick. Uh, his his follow up quote from the podcast is: "This is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician." <laughs> because there was just so much fluid that yes. there's no way a, a human being could produce that much. Yeah, I produce a lot of fluid. Well, apparently she did too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he so much so that Pitchford uh, thought it was a fucking magic trick. He was trick. like, "No, I I need to investigate this closely yeah. and figure out how she does this, presumably so he can do it himself." Yeah, well, he can't, but <laughs> he others can try. Can, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ultimately, she was it. a uh, she was a cam girl, and so he bought one of her videos to like have it there and, and look at it. Uh, and the handle of her uh, cam show is only eighteen. Mm-hmm. So, and he, Pitchford admitted that he has a. Um, porn addiction 
Well, I, didn't, I don't know if he said he had a porn addiction, but he had a proclivity for uh, enjoying cam girls. Yeah. Uh, especially barely legal cam girls. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which, when you say that you like it a lot, it sounds creepier than if you're just like, yeah, I like porn. Because everyone's like, oh, okay, who doesn't like porn? Yeah. But when you say, like, no, I exclusively like barely legal porn, it's like, okay, you're, you're playing you're a dangerous You're borderline pedophile. Yeah. yeah. Especially since, let's face it, that's usually just a cover. Yeah, for I like... The illegal version well, of no, that same like, thing. Well, no, like, that she's probably not actually barely legal. She is yeah. not legal. She's just claiming to be barely legal. Well, I'm going to do extensive it. research into this girl afterwards. <laughs> to, to well, whether or not that's out. the thing or not, the the fetish there is that she... It, like, she does it's, magic it's, on it's, the, it's the illegal part, the fact that she's not legal yet. Or, you know, it's, that's the it's, accusation. Well, yeah. But, like, the, to be fetishized for that is that, like, oh, she's just legal enough, yeah. which means she could be two days post yeah. being legal. And that's also, the, that's the part that's creepy, which means yeah. you're borderline a pedophile. Uh, yeah. Also, she's probably playing the role of somebody. If she if she is yeah, legal, she's playing, she's into playing the role of someone who might you know, not be. Oh, I, I'm going to take my teddy bear and stuff. Yeah, right. but don't worry, yeah. I'm 18. Yeah. Calm down, R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. And That's once a again, different time, a type of squirting. <laughs> once again, there's no proof that she's not 18. Yeah. You know, there's no proof that anything illegal is going on here. Well, and also, like, it's tough because if, if you're on the website and you're claiming to be 18, like, you probably have to have some proof from the CAM website that you are. And therefore, like, if he saw it and looked at it and enjoyed it, but was told up and down that she's 18, like, I would feel bad for him because it is it is wrong. He did do something technically illegal, but also other people lied first and therefore he had no way of knowing. Mm -hmm. But still, I think if this wasn't like a squirting video, if this was just like a regular girl just like doing cam stuff, this wouldn't be as weird of a thing. But because it's also kind of a niche, like, well, it's like a three-tier fetish, too. Like, he he likes porn. He likes, he likes barely legal girls. porn, yeah. but he also likes barely legal squirting porn. Yeah. Which also may be that she's not actually squirting. This could just be a magic trick. And it we could don't be, know. Just she's a, still... Entirely it could be he's watched dozens of videos of her that were not squirting related. Yeah. And he saw this one, and that's the one where he said, okay, something's fishy about this video. Yeah. But it's still, it's, still per, it's still pornography. Not if it's magic, right? No, <laughs> no it's still per- pornographic. She's still That's naked no, and yeah. things I'll, are still coming okay. out. I want to clarify. Obviously, I Of orifices <laughs> here. <laughs> like, I want to say, unequivocately, I obviously Whoa, know wait, that. wait, that's what porn is? Yeah, I, I honestly know that. Oh, so naked just, I realize that's that joke's not going to play well if oh. we don't clarify things. But mm-hmm. yeah, so just so many bizarre twists and turns. Randy so, well, also, that was the first accusation. The second yeah. accusation was that Randy Pitchford often engages in, um, he throws... Parties, yeah, uh, of questionable nature. Yeah, like Kevin Spacey's accused of, like, uh, yes, who is it? Brian Singer's accused of the same thing. Yes, it's not unheard of for famous people to host such kind of parties. It's terrible, but not unheard of. And the accusation was that these parties involved underage people performing acts for Randy Pitchford's amusements. Uh, that's where it takes the really dark turn. Yeah, because once that's again, terrible. Yes, and once again, this is all hearsay, accusations. Yeah. Uh, Pitchford has come out and confirmed that he does throw parties. Uh, Kink parties? Yes, uh, but he also said that he films all of the parties. So he has Which video means- evidence proving that things have not happened that he's being accused of. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, he's the ones with the videos... Well, I think when it gets to court, he'll have to present those to well, defend his he case, can most likely. Those to defend his case, but what's to stop him from just saying, 
you throw five parties, one of them has the really questionable thing. You, you just four. take that tape yeah. and toss it into the fire. Yeah. You know, he's the one in control of them. Yeah. But ultimately, you'd think that if there was underage people there, that they might have documentation, like text messages or proof that show like, hey, this guy has these things. But who knows? It's always... Once again, like the accusations about Brian Singer and stuff haven't really... Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. Just because something like doesn't have definitive proof doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means that nobody has like definitive proof, which is, it's tough for all parties involved. Like there's no easy answer for any of that. And that's not what we're going to attempt to get into. It's just, we're just laying out the facts as they are, as they've been presented. We don't know what's true. We don't know what's fact. We don't know what's fiction, but it is somebody in the video game industry being woven into this weird eyes wide shut style, like craziness all over a guy who like, I wonder if he he bought all that furniture and did all that stuff with that corporate credit card because he knew these things. And it was like, if you want to try to come after me, I'm going to come after you. And it was like a quid pro quo kind of bribe where it's like, I'm going to fucking use this credit card as I see fit. And you're not going to say shit because I know about the party last week where, you know, X, Y, and Z happened. Mm. So he's so into magic. He bought Pendulette's ponytail. For $25,000. Oh. In 2013. Oh, yes. Uh, so going back to what I was talking about, about uh, the articles bearing the lead uh, when it comes to the titles of the article, or yeah. the bylines. Um, when asked about it, uh, Jason Schreier from Kotaku, uh, people asked him, like, why did you only mention the $12 million and not the other stuff in this? He said... Uh, the reason that he they didn't put that in the actual title of the article was it was all hearsay and there was no proof, so they didn't want to. You don't want to bring him participate in like yeah. rumor spreading and stuff like which is, that, which is fair. Um, and let me actually see if I can find the uh, tweet that he put out. Yeah, because even the title of this article, the Kotaku one I mentioned, says former Gearbox lawyer accuses CEO Randy Pitchford of taking secret twelve million dollar bonus in lawsuit. Gearbox calls absurd. So there's no mention of any of the sexual proclivities yeah so uh jason schreier tweeted out uh we initially did not put the usb drive underage pornography story in the lead because it appears to be based on hearsay remember you can say anything in a lawsuit but you know something about uh but if you know something about those allegations uh and want to speak confidently i'm jason at kodaku.com uh, so he tweeted that out, basically saying like we didn't want to put it in there because it'll hearsay. Yeah, uh, until we have more con- until like, we have more confirmation. He needs to verify. Like Jason Schreier is a good he's a good writer. Like mm-hmm. he's one of the few people left at Kotaku that like does in depth journalistic research. So good on him for not wanting to join in the sensa- sensationalization of saying Randy Pitchford is pedophile who loves porn and victimizes everybody, which may ultimately turn out to be the case. We don't know as of yet, but you don't put that in there until yeah. You know. So he put out that tweet, um, and right after he put out that tweet, uh, this is where things even get a little, you know, more more com- muddied, com- uh, confirmy, I yeah. guess. Uh, so he put out that tweet, uh, and after that, uh, the former VP of Business Development from Gearbox from the 2015 or 2005 to 2017, who was also the voice of Claptrap in the games. Uh, he no longer works at Gearbox. Like I said, he left in 2017. I think he currently works for Rooster Teeth Games. Uh, he just tweeted out, not to Stryer or anything, he just tweeted out, yes, it's true. Oof. Yeah. Uh, this is right after Jason Schreier tweeted out that thing, and even Schreier pointed out, like... The timing of it. Yeah, the timing yeah. is, like, it's. I put out a tweet saying, like, if anyone can confirm it, confirm it. Here's a guy 
pretty in deep with the company just tweets out, yes, it's true. Yeah, but now, also this like, could entirely just be about the money and not about the other stuff. Yeah. But he didn't talk about anything else. He just tweeted that out. Kind of fuck that guy for for being vague in a situation that could potentially involve the like He's the also, health and safety of underage people. Yeah. Like, and especially if he knew about it this whole time and never did anything about yeah. it also. Like I can understand like But I know, also I mean Pitchford's a sewer, like yeah, but if you, you if you, you can prove it, but then so go this, off the, the record oh, with yeah. with Schreier, DM him and be like, hey, my name is so and so. Here are my credentials. Here's my like. Here's the proof that I have. And yes, I I don't want to speak on the record because I don't want to get caught up in this. But I want to see that like you know this information gets out there so that way other people can feel safe coming forward that maybe have more concrete proof because that's all it really takes is someone believing a person who has proof to say like. That it's true. Like, that's why you need people to back up your story in order for it to be believed by a larger group. So if he goes off the record to say, like, yes, it's true. Here's what I can prove. It's not definitive, but, like, here's what I'm willing to say to you. Then Trier puts that on an update to the story or another tweet. And then someone with maybe a video or a text message from Pitchford, who's 15 in 2011, says, like, no, here's my text message from him. It says... Come over to my. I found out they're called peacock parties. It's in, yes, it's that in the was article. Term. You know, hey, come to the peacock party tonight, eight o'clock. Like, bring your underwear or whatever, or don't bring your underwear. You they're know? also like, only about magic. Yeah, like they're magic parties. They're not. They're definitely not magic weird parties. sex parties. Yeah. and yeah. he's also tweeting out like a day ago, like still interested in them. Let me know. Like I'll tell you all about them. And like, yeah, dude, you should stop. Yeah, take a break. while this is getting worked out. Yeah. Unless they are innocent and therefore he has nothing to hide, so why stop it? But it all just looks it looks so bad. And Regardless it, if they're legit or not, just it, it's take a time break. to take a break. Yeah, take a lawsuits break. are involved. Just yeah. chill. So I, it's a, it's a crazy story that'll like it's all half of it we know is probably true, and the other half is completely sensational, and, and we'll see. But if it turns out that he is the terrible human being that he's being painted as, then. And, I mean, we're living in a world where we're finding that out about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, and, for you know, sure. They, I kept, you know, when you were talking about the, you should come forward and say stuff, how many people after Harvey Weinstein, everyone yeah. said, oh, everybody knew about Harvey Weinstein yeah. and what he was doing. And was like, well, then why was no one saying Yeah, anything? well, that's the, that's the problem. Like, I get why people He's, don't say things because people don't believe them. I also get why people do say things because it needs to be known. Like, or also, like... It's a tough situation for all involved. If... Like, if there are somebody man. that yeah but uh, you know if he's somebody that has a lot of like power clout, you know yeah. yeah clout and stuff you're scared yeah no i like i i get why people don't come forward uh, but i also know that they should but like i understand both parts of it i'm never gonna victim blame and say hey you should have said something well, you should have said I'm, something before it's like, I'm, not, I'm i'm just talking about like people who knew yeah well know? yeah that too you you hear a lot of you know other uh, actors saying like oh yeah we totally knew yeah. you know and it's like well why didn't you fucking say something yeah exactly like because they also fear. didn't want to get the yeah it's fear that's what the, that's what people prey on is fear so it's a it's a tough scenario to be a, a victim and also to try to get the information out there if no one believes you because you don't have what others yeah, would consider because at that point proof. you if you go out and you make a claim against somebody but you can't back it up you have yeah. no proof that's what I said. You get sued. Yeah. You know, if he just goes out and says, oh, yeah, Randy Pitchford is a pedophile. Yeah. But I can't prove it. Like, Randy I know it's going to be like, all right, parts. well, I'm going to sue the crap out of you. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, it's tough. I'm like, we're going to be paying attention to this because obviously we like paying attention to lawsuits. But also there's so many twists and turns. And I'm sh- it's only been like a day. Yeah. So 
And like, really, if, if it turns out that he did in fact go to medieval times, he should go to jail. <laughs> That's ultimately what we're trying to say here. Um, I got to make a joke about it at the end because otherwise I'm going to be sad for the rest of the day. Well, I'll say one thing. We're two weeks into 2019 and we've already had two really crazy and bizarre, bizarre stories. It's a doozy. Here we are. Welcome to 2019, everyone. It's a, it's a boatload of fun. But all right. I don't think we have anything else to say on it. I'm sure we'll talk more about it if more news comes out. But I think I'm safe to say that I can speak for us when we, we say hopefully he wasn't doing these terrible things that he's accused of. Uh, and if he was, hopefully all those affected to have you know proper support systems and all that. But hopefully he didn't do any of those things and it's just a guy with an axe to grind. But if it's true, then... There goes, you can all stop playing Borderlands and you're never going to get Borderlands yeah, 3. Yeah, don't look forward to Borderlands 3. Yeah. Keep Bord- your porn in your computer. Don't put it on flash drives. Or just, you know, put it in the homework folder like everybody else does. <laughs> Mine's in the folder labeled stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all you need. Um, all right. So that'll do it then for the lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Um, so please give us a, a like, a thumbs up, whatever the rating system is on the podcast platform you listen to. Uh, give us the positive because uh, we, we think we're doing a good job and we hope that you like it. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you think of any of the stories we talked about. Not necessarily the Gearbox one, just because that's a rabbit hole. That I mean, if, if you want to, then we'll, we'll engage. No problem. But it is a, a slippery slope. So everyone, please be respectful if that's the story that you choose to talk with us about <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, but let us know if you're excited for the uh, the Hyperkin accessories or any of the one-up arcade machines. What what arcade machine do you want to see? Uh, or are you excited for Bungie striking out on their own with, with Destiny as opposed to being partnered still with Activision? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks so much for listening.